The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. I know, we're right here. Everything's fine. I got a last-minute thing there. Oh, hey, look out. Oh, 303. Yeah. <laughs> no, everything's good. Everything's going to be fine now. <laughs> look out. There we go. It's Monday. Give me a break. Sorry. I'm working here. I'm working here. Well, I got a late story. We're just trying to do the thing with the thing. But we'll be fine in just a moment. Uh, first, I got to do this over here. There we go. All right, how you doing? 303. What's the matter? What's up? Uh, uh, no. Well, I can't stay here like this the whole day. <laughs> this is this is something's up here. All right. Anyway, uh, bu- 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 bad baby. It's only me. It's only the camera with Pete Davis, uh, producer, sidekick, and uh, sports rack on Tour Extraordinaire. When's the next Holy Crap? It's sports podcast. Probably tomorrow morning. All right, sir. And Flounder, the mechanical mangler at the controls. What's up with you in the uh, dark room of the caveman thing, sir? Everything all right in there? Uh, yeah, dealing with a little uh, stomach bug. Oh, no. Uh, Veronica's at home sick for the day. So. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, is this something going around? Oh, or? great. I, I, I don't know. We'll find is out. Is this a food? I wonder if it's a food thing. I think it's a food thing. Really? So. Oh, we a... made the unfortunate decision to go to Waffle House yesterday. What? Oh, my goodness. I love Waffle I do, too, but sometimes it just doesn't agree. Well, might be a little extra grease on the pan or something in there. Uh, well, that's too bad. I, 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 yeah, that's, that's not good. But other than that, everything's great on this side of the glass. Yeah. Well, we've been very busy in there. We have a very busy... we got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of breaking news. In fact, some sad news just came in about... A local uh, Georgia family uh, is one of the families that lost their loved one in the attack uh, because of the Iranians attacking American troops. And we'll talk about that in a second. Also, we've got a whole bunch of stories here with the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. And uh, we're going to talk a lot about football, the playoffs. And, and by the way, I, I'm going to do it again, and I'm sure I, I didn't see everybody, so I, can't, I probably shouldn't say this. But I will, at least in the first game, I didn't see much in the second game, but in the first preview of the first game, when they played the national anthem, I did not see one single black player with his hand on his heart, and I saw most white players with their hands on their heart, and the black players had their hands behind their back. Now, I don't, I'm, just, I'm just saying, that might be me because I'm an old fart. Why do you care? And when I, hear the, I, I care because I'm a freaking American. It's America. So I know, that's what I'm saying. Well, well then what they should do is, is go down and, and throw up and spit. Oh, How about please. that? They have the right to do it. That doesn't mean it's right. You have a right to do whatever you want right. in America. That doesn't make it right, and I don't like it, and you don't like it. You're just being freaking ordinary, you son of a bitch. What's the matter with you? You're driving one fucking goddamn thing a, a day, and you come in here. Dude, I, Jesus. other people do so you're not, a, you're not offended when you're not, if man. people just roam around during the national anthem and, and hum and talk to their neighbors, you don't give a damn. Is no, that what you're saying? I don't. Well, I do. Then, forget, then don't talk to him for a second. I think it's offensive. I think it's wrong. And frankly, it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's just, it's just, na- it's just naughty. It's nasty, snotty, it's and it's not nice, correct. but that's yeah. their right. Well, I'm sure and they have the right. They have the right to pick their nose the whole time, too. They can do that. They, they can pull down their pants wait, and show their fannies rather, if they want to. Uh, this is like the old thing about, uh, what was it? Chick-fil-A. Now, don't tell me no, that no, they're no. forced to do it. No, no I don't no. think they should be forced to do it. This is like Chick-fil-A coming out and saying, we're not for gay marriage. Would you rather them hide their 
they're what they do or come right out and that's say it so point. you can make a choice. That's, you look that at these doesn't make people, any difference. You look at these people, you see they're unpatriotic. I've you already go, made my Screw choice. them. That's I'm not right. going to have anything to do with those that's people. Right. That's or, right. or would you rather they hide That's what it? I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying right now. They, uh, and they're doing it, and I'm reacting to it, and I have the right to react to it, and I don't accept it. I think it's wrong, even though they have the right to do it. I, I think it's just wrong, freaking wrong. Well, question. Apparently, they're going to do the black national anthem here next week. Or oh, at the f- Super- oh, sure, of course. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, would the you black stand national. for that? No, I would Hell not. Hell no. There's one national anthem. I, I, national completely, anthem. I, co- I completely agree. It's not a national anthem. It's not a national anthem. It's a anthem. song. What is they it? They might as well play Cracklin' Rosie from Neil freaking Diamond and see if anybody stands up. Jesus, man, yeah. Joseph. Speaking of songs. Anyway. But I did appreciate, on the first game anyway, when the choir, I love choirs and choruses of the National Anthem, and they were wonderful, and they hit mm-hmm. the high note. I thought the guy in, the, in the San Francisco did a good job. I forget his name. I thought he did a pretty yeah. good job of solo artist. Yeah. Well, here's the National Anthem. <laughs> on your feet, on your feet. Hands <laughs> over your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Start off nice. Anyway. <laughs> I got bad news over the weekend. What? A local company I used to work at for a while when I was younger is going out of business. Oh, really? Uh, who, yeah. what, uh, do you want to tell the name? It's a company? carpentry thing. They're not going to make yardsticks any longer. Any longer. They're not going to make yardsticks any longer, ladies and gentlemen. So they're going to do the same length of the <laughs> company used to went out of business because they don't have any longer <laughs> makers of the... Sticks of yard. Uh, 308. Camera feed and flounder. Here's a phone number. We love. Uh, let me put this over. Even I know the number, but I don't like. Into the microphone. Stinking thing with a thing on there with that papers. Yeah. Yeah. 404 741. Sit down, Danny. 404 741 1230. 1, 2, 3, 0. <laughs> the question if you ask yourself right now is what do you stand for, Danny? <laughs> 308. Anyway, what do they say is I'm going to come in and just do the whole freaking dialogue at Caddyshack. I swear to God, I'm going to start at 304, and I'm not going to stop it. <laughs> I just had a great idea. We, just, we talked before. We want to name the first segment you do every day, All right. whether you're coming griping about something or whether you have a natural story Kimmer's to talk complaints. about. And we call it Kimmer's Complaints, or we can call Kimmer's it the, Crabs. the Lowdown, the Skinny, the 411. You know. yeah. Book of Daniel, Rico, Little John. So so if you have it, Rico, Petroselli, if you have a name for what the, the yes, segment should segment be called. Names. Tell yeah. us if you have a good name for right. this segment. The Kimmer Corner or the uh, the Kimmer, Kimmer the uh, the Grouchy Griper. It's the Grouchy Griper. The Kim Peterson Show with the Grouchy Griper and Steve. You know whatever you just a, name, a cool name. Whatever. So yeah. if you have any ideas, we'd love to take them. Uh, and uh, so there you go. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. You're killing me. Uh, Three oh nine with the Kimmer Pete and Flounder. Four oh four seven four one one two three. Zero. All right, uh, um, uh, Flounder weekend. How, how was your weekend? Anything uh, unusual? Fun? Other than uh, getting uh, tomate poisoning, I guess was not probably the highlight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and Pete, I, I now you uh, you know you lost your uh, business you used to work for yeah. the yardstick company. Uh, I had a, other, uh, a massive traffic jam coming down the mountain today. There's this cow. That yeah. likes to get out of the fence and stand by the side of the road and watch the cars go Just by. watching the cars. And the sad thing is he does it at night, and he is blacker than night. Yeah. So unless you see his eyes and he's looking at you as you go by, 
All you see is a black void in the side of the road. You're like, what the hell is that? And he's out there right early this morning, right out there by the side of the road chewing he his He just cut. goes and comes as he, my farmer must miss his cow, I guess. He, he just, jumps over the fence. So when he wants to take off, he's, uh, <laughs> God, that's like my horse, Jack the Good Boy. One time, the, 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 Jenny, who runs a joint, told me one time, says, well, you know, uh, Jack just lets himself out and goes into the pasture, the one he's supposed to go when he feels like it. <laughs> I said, what? Yeah, he jiggles the lock, and then he would open up the gate, and he would just mosey over to where they put him in the morning when they come out to get him. He would, he would go to where he's supposed to be, so he would just start early. You know, <laughs> They said, leave him alone. Let him do what he wants. Got to do it <laughs> anyway. Would, and then he'd go torment all the girl horses, you know, mm-hmm. which was even fun. Anyway, um, uh, 311, 311, Kim Pete and Flounder. Okay, uh, a couple things. Jeez, we, uh, we'll, uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, uh, a couple of TV things. Well, that was funny. And I, I promise we're going to have all kind of new stuff and the, the bombing and the Iran stuff and the politics. And you're going to hear some weird. You're going to hear the podium princess making a complete fool of herself. And by the way, now that we know who at least one of the persons, uh, one of the women, uh, 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 a soldier, uh, a female soldier from Waycross, was it Waycross, 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 Georgia, was one of the three people killed. Real quick, Kimmer, all yeah. three apparently from Georgia. Dwayne's on the line, and he wanted to chat t- with you about this. Apparently okay. all three are from Georgia. Uh, we yeah. knew one was, but apparently it was the uh, family members of the uh, Waco Georgia native, uh, one of the soldiers killed. Um, let me see if they have their unit here. Uh, one of the soldiers, drone strike, U.S. base in Jordan. Um, I don't know if they had her unit. Maybe they were all in the same unit. Uh, the city deeply saddened. Anyway, we'll find. I'm sorry. Who who do we have on the phone, Flounder? I'm sorry. Dwayne. Wayne. 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 Dwayne from Kennesaw. Dwayne. Dwayne from Kennesaw. Hi, my friend. You're on the radio. Well, yes, sir. Please hey, go guys. Ahead. Yeah. Hey, first thing is, I'd love the show. I'm so glad you're back and you do a wonderful job. I listen every day. Thank you. Uh, but this is a sad, sad day, folks. All three of those soldiers are from Georgia. One is from Waycross. Another from Savannah. And I think the other one was from the Augusta area. And uh, all three of them, Georgia guys, huh? Wow. I'm calling for Joe Biden's impeachment right now. This today. I tell you, I am so fed up with this government and this president. I mean, dude, we just lost three heroes here in Georgia. Yep. Yep. Her name, her name, uh, the one identified, the there's one of the victims has been identified, and she is Specialist Kennedy Layden Sanders. 24 years old from Waycross, one of the three uh, Georgians killed in that uh, drone attack. And just briefly, hold on a second, just, we just just getting this information in literally two minutes ago. Um, she, oh, damn it, come on, they have it in here somewhere. Um, oh, well, crap, I thought I, 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 she graduated from Ware County High School in 2017. And um, the suicide drone launched by the military backed by Tehran. And again, uh, as uh, as Dwayne said, all three of the soldiers, I assume they were in the same unit. But that may not be in the same unit. I don't know if that's true or not. But anyway, we have the one identify, identity, Specialist Kennedy Sanders from Waycross, 24 years old. These drones are the new warfare. They've been that's, using them well, over in the Middle East for yeah. a long time. And they're going to get better and smaller and more deadly. Oh, the and Turkish you're never make find the best. Them, and you're, you, 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 you'll never know they hit until they hit. Yeah, the Turkish have the best ones, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, wow, three, four, we're running a little late here. Okay, um, we got a bill. Honestly, we'll talk more about this, and you'll hear the podium. Now that we know the names, the, you wait to hear what the podium, how, the, the incompetence of this administration. This is this is scandalous. I mean, this is, this is now offensive when you hear what this podium princess says coming up shortly with the camera, Pete and Flounder on 1063, 314.
<laughs> How you doing? 318 with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder on 106.3. Here's a number. One oh, it's uh, 404-741-1230-1230 with Ed Sheeran. Old Ed uh, paid about $35 million in taxes in the last year, according to the Sunday Times, which features the biggest taxpayers in uh, Britain. Ed Sheeran had earned a total of about uh, $100 million through his various companies in 2020. He's that red-haired guy, right? I, know, I don't get it. I yeah. don't get the why. The ladies love him. Oh, the they songs love are him. just so boring. They love it. It's like Harry Connick Jr. His old man passed he away. He could by. sing. Yeah, he could sing. But, he, you know, he was a crooner. Yeah. And, and and crooners, you know, the Czechs love crooners. And, yeah. and I mean, they, The other thing, he was, on a, he was on a podcast or a radio show, and he proved that you can play any pop song, whether it's a Beatles song or anything, with just four chords. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm sure that's true. Yeah. It's like the guy at ACDC says he gets mad because people say we've made 12 albums that sound the same. He says we've made 13 albums that sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, remember the bit well, was it Dana Carvey on Saturday Night Live or something? And he said he, he could just pretend to be a rock star singing t- totally nonsensical words. There's an Italian guy who had a number one hit in Italy. He basically just strung English words together that made no sense. And everyone thought he was like cool. Like Elvis, he was just singing American words. Well, remember the the singing not Kali Kali Kali, the Dominique. She could have been saying anything. How about Oh So Kiyaki on Duma? Remember that number one song? Another nobody knew what those words were. Oh Saki, remember that one? My last friend were huge. Dominique. Well, that was the friend. The Dominique. Well, what do you think McCartney said? And, he's, and, and Michelle, when he's doing those French... Uh, I don't know. I have no, no idea. No one knows. I, nobody knows. A man's liar. Man, it was fake. He's making it up. <laughs> Secret signals to his girlfriend. Speaking of songs, are yes. we going to do the song thing at some point today? Uh, well, let's, you want to do right? Let's do a three of them right now. You want to do three right now? Three? Can you, can you do three? ten. Well, we'll do ten, so let's start with... Uh, all right, well, let's do number ten. Tell them what we'll they are. Tell the them bottom. what they are. are. All right, here we go. Uh, today, Flounder and Pete came up with a list from the Rolling Stone magazine listing the 10 worst songs of the 1970s. There's a lot. The whole decade of the 70s, the worst songs. I'll bet if you are old enough to remember the 70s, you probably have them in your head right now. You don't want to. Uh, shall we do a number 10 just yes. for the fun of it? Uh, the number 10 worst song, according to Rolling Stone magazine, in the entire 1970s. <laughs> Do you have the song? She hits a note. She hits a note in the song. This is Minnie Riverton. <laughs> she could hit some high. Oh, she hit one. Yeah, there's one coming up. Shatters glass. Ripperton's daughter is Maya Rudolph, the comedian. Really? Did you know? I did not know that. Maya Rudolph from Saturday Night Live and all those other movies and everything. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! 
dogs are running That's for the... That's borderline Mariah Carey Good right there. Lord. Well, in fact, it says uh, at Mariah Carey's absolute best, she would have difficulty reaching the places many Ripperton hit in Loving You. Her daughter's Maya, uh, Maya Rudolph. Ripperton even wrote some of the Loving You melody as a song for Maya and can be heard singing her name on the long version of the song. Wow. Many Ripperton died of cancer mm. at the age of only 31 in 1979. Wow. I didn't, I had no idea. My, I mean, it was the things you learn. Learn something every day. That was my parents' you, you motto. You want to do another one or just that one? You want well, let's do that one, and we'll do, we'll do them through the day, maybe. we we got 10 to I, get well, through now. Well, I, I just don't want to kill... I, I, I mean, I'll do the whole damn day talking music if you want to. I'm, I'm no, talking about how come... stuff going I on. just, you know, had a song on my music stick. I hate the words to it, but uh, there's one note. I, I can't even believe it. There's one note. I just, I'm not making this up. I know this is so stupid. Please tune out and don't listen to me because I'm so embarrassed I'm even saying this. There's a chord in one of the songs that I asked Flounder to put on my magic music stick, and it's a chord... That it, it actually, it's a, a part of the song. It goes, it goes, ha ha ha. Yeah, it's part of the choral thing. It goes three different levels of the, of this of the tone, and the third level, the third chord, the third note makes me shiver. I and I play it over and over and over in my. I'll bet I played it thirty times coming into work today, where I'd play that ten seconds of the chord, and I would hit my finger on the little thing and play it again and again and again. I'll bet I played it at least thirty times coming into work today because I hear I I, I hit what that chord. What song is it? Well, I don't know if I want to tell you because then you'll laugh and make fun of me. That's the whole point. So you need to tell us. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> well, it was the one. With uh, um, oh the 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 sappy one that you call me gay for uh, uh, Taylor Swift, all of them. Yeah. No, the uh, oh God, I can't believe I have the uh, <laughs> air supply, air supply, loving, oh uh, uh, not loving you, but something loving it, something loving it. You, you put it on my stick for me the other day. Um, oh God, what the hell is it? <laughs> and it, the chords are so beautiful. I mean, I, honestly, the sound of it is just—it just, it just it, it makes me nuts. And I sing it. And I, I hear myself. I turn up it really loud in the car, and I match their the the higher part of the three. There's three sound, the three chords in okay. that. And, and oh God, I just love it. Anyway, sorry. It was whatever. I, I can't remember what the title was. Um, I threw the piece of paper away. So I, know, I, don't, I, can't I don't have it. Off I, well, I, I, I used to have it. It's a. Uh, Oh, oh God! I, I have them. You know, I can't say names anymore. Out of my Is it a hit? Head. No, it was huge. Yeah, monster. It okay. was somewhere. Making love out of nothing, all out of love, out of love, all, all out of love all turns out of you love. on. I think that was it. Yeah. Oh boy. No, not the song because the words. Are, no, no, it was like like uh, I'm ready to start, I'm ready to do it over again or something like that. Okay. It wasn't all out of love. If, if you should, I'll, I'll get during the break. I'll look at the list and I'll tell you what it was. Uh, and I'll even lost in love, lost in love, lost in love, lost in love. Uh, and there was a part of the chorus where the third note they go ha 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 like that, and it was just oh my god, it was it just. I'm telling you, I play I, I, I'll, at least thirty times coming in. Today. I'm going to play it thirty times going home. It makes me so. Ha- it makes me. It makes me cry. It makes me happy. It makes me go. Oh God, I love this. <laughs> that's it. That's the song. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's it, all right. <laughs> oh, mercy. All right, 325. Okay, all right, here we go. Now we, now we got to do something serious, So, and I feel bad about this. But wait, we're going to do the Podium Princess here, Flounder, in just a second. This is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Okay, three Americans, American soldiers killed in the suicide drone strike on the U.S. base in Jordan over the weekend. 
One of the soldiers killed, and we heard uh, Dwayne tell us that all three are from Georgia. I only know one official identity. The parents have been notified, the family. Uh, she was 24-year-old from Waycross, Georgia, uh, Kennedy Layden Sanders. Uh, and she we got all the names. You want to hear them? Yeah, let's do it all. Sergeant William Jerome Rivers, 46 years old, of Carrollton. Uh, SPC Kennedy Landon Sanders, 24, of Waycross. And SPC Brianna Alexandria Moffitt, 23, of Savannah. That's special. SPC is specialist. That's called. And the Army, in fact, there are, you can do two different kinds of ranks. Uh, an E-4 would be a corporal or a specialist. Yeah. If you have a, spe- a specified uh, MOS or job duty, then you become, instead of being a corporal, mm-hmm. you'd be a specialist. Assigned to the 718th Engineer Company, 926th Engineer Battalion, 926th Engineer Brigade out of Fort Moore. Uh, we're all three in the same unit? Is that what it says? It sounds that way, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, just uh, just horrible. And, and, and uh, we have comments from... Again, uh, Kennedy Layden Sanders' family, her father, said, quote, Our family would like to thank you for the respect given to Kennedy uh, she, uh, Munchkin. God, he calls her Munchkin. <clears throat> Our family would like to thank you for the respect given to Kennedy. Munchkin will be missed by many. Her mother said, I just can't believe I'll never be able to hug and kiss my baby again. Life is so unfair. I just want my baby. <clears throat> well, in a moment, you're going to hear reaction from some of the politicians and the reaction to what the politicians want to do, at least from the conservative side. First of all, uh, after we have now just heard what happened to these families from Georgia, Flounder, let's play how the administration uh, deals with this issue and tell us whether you think we've got the, uh, the most qualified person in the world to represent America uh, to talk about this horrible uh, tragedy overseas. What I will say, our deepest, uh, obviously our deepest condolences uh, go out and our heartfelt condolences go out to the families uh, who lost uh, three, three brave uh, three brave, uh, three brave of uh, three folks who are, who are military folks who are brave, who are always fighting, who are fighting on behalf and of uh, this administration of the American people. Obviously, more so, more importantly. I mean, idiot! <laughs> My God, you're being nice. That's her I... job to speak, and she can't speak. She can't string an English sentence together. I, 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 I was flabbergasted. She's a disgrace. Absolutely a disgrace. And, and you can't criti- we're not criticizing her because she's black. She got her job because she's black. Yeah. We're criticizing her because she's stupid. She's incompetent. She's a disgrace. She's a, she's shameful. She's, she's not, embarrassing. She's not capable of doing that job, and it's been like that for God, over a year. From the well, beginning. From the beginning. Well, has anyone seen the defense secretary? Is he still in the hospital? No, he just he just made an appearance. He, he did make an appearance, and he said because uh, he's as stupid as she yeah, is. Yeah, he, the, the, the former defense contractor. Yeah, Lloyd. Uh, yeah, uh-huh, Lloyd. Uh, by the way, uh, some of the reaction really quickly here on what to do about Iran now. Uh, some uh, some ex-Twitter responses. Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, John Cornyn, Nikki Haley, and their fellow rhino warmongers are more than welcome to deploy to Iran and fight on the front lines. Bring Biden along for the ride. Our kids will stay home. Uh, this is insanity. Worse than uh, Lindsey Graham's tweet. Lindsey Graham said, hit Iran now, hit them hard. Uh, as boner-inducing as it sounds for Lindsey Graham, America doesn't have enough missiles in its... Boy, and that's hard. As boner-inducing as it sounds for Lindsey Graham, America doesn't have enough missiles in its inventory to actually win a war against Iran. 
short of sending in ground forces or using nukes. Uh, oh, here's one of my favorites. Can a woman pretend to like Lindsey Graham and marry him so he stops fetishizing uh, killing civilians? Uh, Tucker Carlson reacting to Senators Graham and uh, John Cornyn. Blanking lunatics. Uh, <laughs> Vivek, for centuries, American statesmen reviled the thought of civilian deaths and war as a last resort. Now we have the likes of Lindsey Graham, Nikki Haley, Giddily calling to hit Iran now and hit them hard. Tucker says it's disgusting and says a lot about the kind of GOP they are trying to recreate. Uh, another, Lindsey Graham's homosexual. He doesn't have children, so he has no problem sending other people's kids to war. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, well, we're in it. You know, what, now are we going to World War Three? Well, Babylon B says Biden cleverly distracts from civil war by starting world war. There you are. 3.30 with a Kimmer Pete and Flounder. Off we go. Good grief. <laughs> Shoot me. <laughs> no, no, not yet. It's not till I'm over at six. Trying to forget. <laughs> I want to do the rest of the show alone. <laughs> wow. Feelings of love. Yeah, it's uh, 3.34. You're listening to the just sounds. The, <laughs> this isn't the original, though. No, it doesn't Is sound it? like the original. Well, it might, I, you know, I don't know. It might be. This Morris Albert. Uh, Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. How you doing on uh, 106.3? We're playing... A Rolling Stone magazine's list of the 10 worst songs of the decade of the 70s. Number 10, we played earlier, Minnie Ripperton, Loving You. This is Morris Albert with Feelings. And, uh, it's just, wow. Uh, Morris Albert has no incredibly sad story and famous offspring that'll make you regret voting for this song. It's just the singer of an incredibly stunningly crappy song. Mocked for 30 years, largely for the lack of specificity in the lyrics. What kind of, what, what feelings is he singing about? It's clearly a love song, but it's hard to think of a vaguer term than feelings to describe, you know, feelings. Albert maintains a following in his native Brazil, but he hasn't much, su uh, much success in America since he shared feelings in 1975. <laughs> that's hard. Yeah. It should be higher on the list. Wow. I mean, that's, uh, well, there's a lot of songs in the 70s. Being number nine of the whole decade is still pretty good. Anyway, uh, three, uh, 336 with the Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. Our birthday list includes Heather Graham. Yeah. When I say Heather Graham, what do you think of? Boobs. Uh, well, what else do you think of? Boobs. Well, well what She's do you think? She's got two. I, uh, Flounder, when I say Heather Graham, what do you think of? Roller girl. Thank you. Never saw that movie, so I don't. Oh know. my god! Never you never saw that movie. Oh my god! I've seen other movies of hers, though. There's one where she's tied to ropes. Uh, anyway, well, it's, uh, oh, was she the? Oh, yeah, never mind. Uh, Heather Graham is 54. She was Felicity Shagwell in Austin Powers, the Spy Who Shagged Me, uh, Roller Girl in Boogie Nights. That was uh, you'd probably. I mean, it's I would, a, but it's I just a, never have. I it's just, a, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's different. It's really different. Burt Reynolds uh, played a very bizarre. I don't role. know why I haven't seen it. Just, no. just never got around to seeing. Uh, it. Creepy and uh, kind of uh, icky, but it was uh, powerful. Mm. It was definitely uh, worth. Seeing. I just started watching Ford versus Ferrari. That's pretty good so far. I saw, I saw that movie when it came out on, on TV. When when it came out Ford, on TV. We're gonna bury that blank, blank, yeah. blank. Yeah, it was a pretty good movie. <laughs> and, and boy, it showed the way the uh, company, the way they Ooh. treated that whole contingent of, of mm. was pretty bad. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, Heather Graham, Roller Girl in uh, Boogie Nights, uh, Felicity Shagwell, Lost and Bars, and the stripper Ed Helms gives his grandmother's Holocaust ring to in The Hangover. <laughs> I never I never saw The Hangover. She was in Lost in Space, too. Uh, oh, not really? the, the good network the... version, but the movie version from a few years ago. Huh. And on this day in history... Uh, let's see. Oh, by the way, did you see the story over the weekend? Some freaking green activists threw paint on the Mona Lisa. What? Yeah. Uh, they threw uh, they threw paint. Uh, luckily, the Mona it's Lisa is covered with glass on yeah. it. But they smear. I mean, it was. Shoot uh, them. Yeah, I put them in the yeah, in the, yeah. Shoot them. Yeah, yeah. These, these, they're leeches on, on it's, the social caste. Basically, yeah. that is one of the crown things of Western civilization, what Da Vinci did there. And to have these non-entities, yeah. these morons throw, erase, try erase, to destroy yeah. it. They want to erase history of anything that Shoot they don't think them. is important for their own particular philosophy. Right. They're not worthy of living. Yeah, yeah. It's, un, it's really unbelievable. So they, they, that's what they tried to ruin it again. Uh, this, this has been going on for a long time, the, the, the uh, Mona Lisa. Well, well, they keep getting away with it. I know. Well, on this, well, yeah, sure, because and nobody stops them. No one hurts them. Yeah, hurt I, them. I can't break believe there was nobody else there who didn't put the old Marine Corps choke boom boom on them, and they would have been dead in less than two Snap seconds. Snap their necks. Well, it's easy to do. Uh, and on this day, well, I could show you. Okay. I could show, I mean, really, if you want me to show you, no, because I don't if it want ever you came to in, show me. Well, but it, if it ever came in handy, where someone was had got the best of you, and you had a chance to do the one thing to save your life, you grab, wish you knew it. Grab him by the balls. Grab him by the balls. And then put a bullet. Well, no, it's a piece, so it's two steps. Uh, as I was trying to say, uh, speaking of the Mona Lisa, <clears throat> on this day in 1987, the publication Physicians Weekly comes up with a theory behind the famous painting of Mona Lisa and that weird smile by Da Vinci. Doctors claim the freakish smile, smirk, was actually caused by a facial paralysis from a swollen nerve behind her ear. Oh. It's, he painted it that way because he wanted to paint he it that way. He had a twitch. He, had, he thought it would look good. But, you know, I don't know. He wanted it to be a mystery. It's the way he wanted it. <laughs> 339. Uh, by the way, uh, what's the matter? Got a phone call. Oh, excellent. We'll take it right now. The 3 p.m. hour brought to you by the First Liberty Building and Loan. Creating financing solutions for your next big thing. I should get in touch with them because I got some big things coming, baby. I got a big thing. Finally knew what they were. All right, hold on. Brandon wants to, the, to speak to Brandon's you. Brandon's on the radio. Hello, Brandon. You're on the radio. What's going on, man? Hey, good sir. You're a good man. Um, my worry that I have for the United States going forward is that a bunch of people who did not serve, such as you, um, want to what? thrust us into <laughs> what unending war, wars like like. Uh, Lindsey Graham. What do you think of that? All right. Well, first of all, Lindsey Graham was an officer in the Air Force, and I was a a sergeant in the Marines, so I'm not sure what he means by didn't serve. Uh, I I think I – well, you you are correct, but I guess I misinterpreted – I always thought he was – not, he didn't serve, but he's—he was a lawyer. He, Actually, he was—he he served in the JAG Corps. He, yeah, he's an effeminate warmonger, and he does not care about the concerns about the rest of the world. Yeah. Well, again, he—he's getting ripped for it. No, and a lot of the uh, a lot of Republicans are saying, "Go bomb the head, just you know, take him off the face, go go get him." 
you know, send send our bombers over there and go take care of stuff. And and of course now the reaction to that is, you know, we're you're just asking for it. And what's the appropriate response? You know, I I hate that whole thing about appropriate response. So they killed three of our um, uh, Georgia's soldiers. There's no so, such thing. So now we have to go over and, and bomb what a, a uh, one office building or something. I mean, you know, there's no such thing. Yeah, but Kim, Kimmer, yeah. Kimmer, yeah. you're yeah. a brilliant guy. No, no, I'm Kim, not. Uh, your buddy is a brilliant guy. Well, yeah, that's true. We, we understand. All that they want is death and destruction forever. Uh, you understand that? Yeah. Like, yeah come yeah. on. But we got a fair. You know, yeah, we got a, These all they want is to send American poor kids to die. So let's back off of that and just back away and never let it happen again. Uh, right. Brandon, I appreciate your call. Again, we love phone calls, and uh, we got a note here. In fact, speaking of uh, liberals and things like that, with the international affairs. Uh, hello from Knoxville, from Sean. He said he was talking about the Bortz interview we did last Thursday afternoon. He said it was great until you said Trump did so many great things. That's when he hit the pause button. <laughs> Please educate me about the great things. He gives him credit for beating the hell of the media, Jerusalem, and SCOTUS pick, stuff like that. But then he says Trump racked up more debt in four years than any president. He financed most of it by inflation and the supply of currency. He robbed the middle class by beating up Powell over Twitter to cut interest rates. He bailed out all the blue states with printed currency during COVID so they could enjoy paid vacations. Uh, due to inflation, the stock market boomed, failed on the border, almost built no wall, never material. Well, that's not his fault. Well, no, I'll keep going. Uh, tolerated lawlessness in blue states as leftist politicians told police to stand down. Again, these aren't Trump's faults. I mean, he said what he wanted to do and they wouldn't let him. So that does, that's not... Oh, all right. No, no. Uh, failed to admit election loss in the 2020. Stoked a, yeah, stoked a mob for of uh, two months which erupted on 1-6 on and did absolutely nothing to stop it. Well, anyway, he said, I called myself. Now, see, now, this is what Bobby well, did. There's nothing to stop. He, he, he gave a speech and they took and it on social media. Yeah, and he also said peacefully, you yeah, know, go and, home. So, don't tell me this. Plus, it was the FBI behind, behind the whole damn thing. We all know that they had agents there. They'll, that they'll business for the pipe bombs. Come on, you're killing me here. Uh, and he writes, uh, today I call myself a conservative independent and have no plans to no, vote in not. 2024 due to my disgust with the Trumpified GOP, and I don't give any currency to their causes either. So you're going to sit home and let the liberals He's... win, just like you freaking idiot Georgians did when they won that vote for the Hershey Walker, and you've allowed us to get two liberal socialist, socialist Democrat senators, which means when they impeach Mayorkas for the little pimp on the border, it's not going to mean squat because the Senate's never going to do anything. Anything they don't want to do because of George's two liberal senators, because 700,000 of you who voted for Kemp did not vote for the U.S. Senate and the Republican Party. That guy's not a conservative. He's by not the a way. conservative. He's an independent who does, going to, I'll take my ball and go home. If you don't do what I want, I'm not playing. Right. Well, that you know, that's, you that's have the right. right. You yeah. have the right to, to to not use your vote. Be stupid. Yeah, but that doesn't make any sense. Don't you care about your country? How, how could you? How could you let these liberals go and do it again? That's what's going to happen. If he's if people like him and Georgia do it again, we're going to do it again. I mean, I, I you know, my God, repeating history. 
I know. I know. Get your blood pressure down. I know. I know. I know. 344. <laughs> <laughs> got a flare-up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's one of the uh, yeah, names the, the, the Kimber's for our segment. The Kimber's flare-up. Because <laughs> 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 what do you think when you hear the word flare-up? <laughs> well, I can only think one thing, but I don't know. <laughs> Are you sure you're herpes? safe, honey? I mean, there's all kinds of things you can think Hemorrhoids. of. Hemorrhoids. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. That little of. thing on your lip. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cold sore. Oh, a cold sore, yeah. <laughs> By the way, I don't have you when's the last time you saw it used to be very common. What? Cold sore? When I was growing up as a kid, I young I remember it was very, well, very common to have cold sores. I get I get probably one once or twice a year. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's it's a herpes uh, uh, but I mean, so it, good one. Fortunately, yeah. that's why I mean I keep a beard. Because uh, I mean that thing, it, it, it'll yeah. stay on there for a solid week. And there's really nothing you can do. If I get one, it's usually in the cheek. It's way back up in the cheek. Yeah, it's painful. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's kind of fun. All right, three forty-five. We haven't even talked about Donald Trump. Uh, oh, a judge, a retired Republican judge, has already convicted Donald Trump, but he says, "Well, the courts ought to do it for sure." But I think he's guilty of insurrection. Coming up, that too. Plus, how <laughs> white of him? The, uh, uh, the Daily Beast. What do you hear? How they describe the uh, the MAGA truckers convoy coming up? And the Montana families uh, says they took their little girl because she wants to be a boy, and the family said no. So the state took custody of their 14-year-old daughter, who wants to be called Jim. Uh, 3:45. Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. It's all coming down. me, it's only the camera with Pete Davidson Philander at Sly and the Family Stone but a big legal thing going on in history here in this day in 2010 my first little music for you Sly Stone on this day in 2010 filed a 50 million dollar legal claim against his former manager claiming fraud in 20 years of stolen royalties the 66-year-old funk musician of the group Sly and the Family Stone claimed in the Superior Court in L.A., Jerry Goldstein diverted millions in royalties to fund a lavish lifestyle. This was a, like a typical 70s kind of song. Oh, we're, and, and, and in fact, we're going to play uh, some more of the Rolling Stones magazine choice of the 10 worst Songs of the 70s uh, through the day today. We've played a couple already. We'll get another one here for you shortly. A quick birthday note on the list here with a Kimber Feed and Flounder, Catherine Ross. <laughs> Not anymore, but back then. Catherine Ross is 84. I know. Can you believe it? I mean, gl- I'm glad. Butch Cassidy, Sunday. Oh, Elaine Robinson and the Graduate. Yeah. The star of the original Stepford Wives, <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal's Shrink and Donnie Darko. Uh, 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 Catherine Ross, 84 years old. She's been married to Sam Elliott since 1984, and he is husband number five. She's had five husbands, and she and that was in 1984. So she had five, four husbands before 1984, when she was in her 40s. <laughs> anyway, uh, and uh, and uh, uh, Butch Cassidy, what it meant, just gorgeous, just a beautiful, beautiful girl. Uh, on this day in history. Sad news in 1977. Oh, uh, this is Flounder's history guy writes it this way. 
1977, Chico and the Man star Freddie Prince shot and killed himself. He was only 22, and due to the lack of his guidance, his poor son made two Scooby-Doo movies. Oh, that's that's cold, man. <laughs> that shocked everyone. Before oh, Belushi, God, yeah. they, this guy shooting himself, he was huge. Well, I'll, t- I'll have a little story. Back in 1970, what, what deal was this? Was, uh, 77, uh, and... In 1970, my, my God, it was either 77 or 78. It wasn't long after he did it. I was doing a TV interview, a TV interview with the uh, uh, the cat. Uh, who's the cat scrambler guy? The cat dude, Scatman Crothers. Scatman Crothers, who was yeah. in uh, either the show or yeah, the movie. He was. And I asked him about. I said, "What a terrible thing about Freddie Prince." And and he, boy, he clammed up and he looked at me like I don't want to. I'm not talking about this was very uncomfortable, very awkward. Hmm. And I, I couldn't even get him to say, uh, what a terrible shame. He just said, I'm not talking about it. I can't talk about it. I, I, don't I mean, he just, just, boom, the whole thing. Well, suppose, wasn't he with his family? He was depressed. He was angry about something. He had been married or whatever and just had the kid. And he's on the couch and he did it on no, the couch. I, I, it was like... Just- Horrible. 22. Uh, 353. Coming up, we're going to hear Vice President's side piece. Wait, wait do you get this? Unbelievable. Uh, first of all, this is an incredible story. One, here we go. A, rep- a former Republican judge, a retired Republican judge, is arguing that Donald Trump should not be allowed to go on the primary ballot in Illinois because he was guilty of an insurrection. Uh, Kankakee County Judge Clark Erickson acting as a hearing officer on a voter challenge to Donald Trump's eligibility to be on the ballot in Illinois. That's where it started. So this judge is a, he- a former judge, a hearing officer, former Republican judge. And he's uh, uh, the attorneys for Trump wanted to keep him on the ballot, presenting their arguments. And the uh, the board, the judge now had a 21 page recommendation concluded that a preponderance of the evidence presented proves that Trump engaged in insurrection. The election board cannot, this is a Republican judge, Trump engaged in insurrection. He said the election board cannot engage in the significant and sophisticated constitutional analysis required to remove Trump's name. He said the decision should ultimately be left to the courts. But he like he likened the board's attempt to resolve the question of the Constitution like scheduling a two-minute round between heavyweight boxers in a telephone booth. Even so, the judge said if the board disagrees with his reasoning, Trump's name should be removed from the ballot. <sighs> I just, I, I, the nerve. Uh, yeah, Trump is guilty of an insurrection, even though he's never been charged, let alone convicted, of an insurrection. It's his opinion. The U.S. Supreme Court's going to hear arguments next month on the Colorado Supreme Court ruling about taking him off the ballot. Uh, the Illinois saga is just like that. Several other states trying to do that. Michigan tried to pull the same thing. So it's going to be resolved before the U.S. Supreme Court. It's the highest look yet at the provision of the 14th Amendment to the Constitution, barring people who, quote, engaged in insurrection from holding public office. Okay, that, they've come to this point to do this. If they manage to keep them off, th- what the next step is to physically keep you from voting. That's right. Not Yeah, that's right. And by the way... Uh, the, our uh, the queen of word salad, Vice President Shiftless and Lazy, Carmela Sidepiece. Oh, God, disgraceful. Uh, she's doing her word salad again. And again, the, the presidential campaign by President Showers with Daughter is obviously her and some of his others going on talk shows on liberal uh, media outlets and bashing Donald Trump. They can't brag about their record, so they're just bashing Donald Trump. He is still living in their heads. Here's what Carmela Sidepiece said over the weekend about how they're going to operate. Uh, uh, the, the only reason you should vote for Biden is because you should hate Donald Trump. And on the other side, you've got... 
someone who has said that if he were back in office, he would weaponize the Department of Justice. <laughs> someone who like has have? openly applauded insurrectionists as patriots. Someone who has said that they will go after their political enemies like you, you and, and applauds dictators. Keep them off the ballot, you mean? Or indicating that he would be jail, you mean? So, <laughs> so um, let's be really clear about what's at stake. <laughs> and then, yes, of course, there is then a desire that let's get out there because we can't lose this democracy. And she sounds like a seventh grader having to ad-lib a speech she forgot to write for speech class. I will give her this. She managed to keep her mouth clear for, what, a minute there? God. So. An unbelievable. <laughs> Usually there's an impediment of some there's sort. There's something going on. <laughs> God, I mean, it's just, it's just outrageous. They always accuse the other side yeah. of what they themselves are yeah. doing. They're trying to put him in jail so you can't vote for him. I mean, to my save God, democracy, they're going to kill democracy. They're going to kill it. By putting your opponent in jail. That'll solve it all right. <laughs> Won't have any issues after that. Someone said if another country was doing this, oh my we would God. invade that country yeah. to keep them from doing what yeah, they're doing. This is so wrong. We're going to have to take over. I'm sorry. <laughs> Where's Jimmy Carter? Yeah, Slavonia or something, you know, the Three Stooges territory or something. My God. Fredonia. <laughs> Fredonia. The Marx Brothers. And by the way, the Guardian. What? Wait a second. What's the matter? Hail Fredonia. Hail Fredonia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Guardian has come out with a psychological evaluation of Trump voters. And this they've come up with, a, with some expert believing why people would vote for Trump because Donald Trump is a king of extrinsics. There's intrinsic and extrinsic Things, okay? Clustering around poles of extrinsic or intrinsic. What does that mean? People with a strong set of intrinsic values are, inter, are, are inclined toward empathy, intimacy, self-acceptance, open to challenge and change, interested in universal rights and equality, protective of other people around the world. Those are intrinsic values. People at the extrinsic end of the spectrum are attracted to prestige, status, image, fame, power, and wealth. Exploiting other people to behave rudely and aggressively and to dismiss social and environmental impacts. In recent history, the Trump, perhaps more than any other public figure, a walking, talking monument to extrinsic values. All he wants is fame and glory. A platform to shame everything since Ronald Reagan divided us into warriors and losers. Even more people lacking public provision allowed to fall through the cracks. And Donald Trump just wants to be famous. For well over a century, the U.S. more than most nations has worshipped extrinsic values. The American dream is a dream of acquiring wealth, sending it con uh, conspicuously spending it, escaping the constraints of other people's needs and demands. Accompanied in politics, toxic myths about failure and success, wealth is the goal, regardless of how it is acquired. <laughs> uh, show of hands. Who wants to live under uh, Jimmy Carter's 1970s? Yeah. And who wants to live under Reagan's 80s? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, now we're talking. I mean, please. Uh, but here we go. All right, coming up at 4 o'clock. Oh, and the hard hat, he wore it backwards. He did. <laughs> Come on, you're killing me. That's coming up. And the MAGA truckers, wait till you hear how the Daily Beast describes what that convoy. Oh, my God. Right, give her Pete Flounder. And the Flounder's funny. We've got to do Flounder's funny. It's a more Rolling Stone MAGA uh, 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 song. I got it all. I got it. Here we go. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. 
or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Gypsy <laughs> woman told my mama before I was born you got a boy child coming gonna be a son of a gun Gonna make these pretty women jump and shout, and the world wanna know what it's all about. It's Willie Dixon. Yeah. That's right, Willie, blues singer, guitar picker. Uh, this day in 1992, Willie Dixon passed away from heart failure. He wrote the classic songs "You Shook Me," "I Can't Quit You, Baby," "Hoochie Coochie Man," "I Just Want to Make Love to You," and "Little Red Rooster." Wow, everybody. Led Zeppelin to Stones covered those songs. Willie Dixon was a major influence in the Rolling Stones, Cream, the Yardbirds, and Led Zeppelin. Willie Dixon died on this day, heart failure in 1992. It doesn't say how old he was, which is kind of unusual. Usually they do that. Uh, what's that? They did that to irk you. Uh, they probably did it to make me mad. You know, Kimmer's flare-ups. This is what started. It causes Kimmer's flare-ups. A section of the Kimmer's flare-ups uh, <laughs> sponsored by Atlanta Safe House. But, you know, it could go either way. Our birthday list includes uh, Tom Selleck, 79 years old today. Commissioner Frank Reagan on the Blue Bloods. Thomas Magnum on Magnum P.I. <laughs> and Monica's older boyfriend, Richard, on Friends. I'd forgotten about that. Tom Selleck, 79. Seems I, I, I guess he was a nice man, really good guy. He's about to retire. It's his last season on Blue Bloods. So he's going to retire to his avocado ranch in California and yeah. just hang out. What was the What was the one he did where he, with the dog that was so bad uh, that I, I couldn't I, watch it? Because it, it was sad, but it was good. Story. It was a great series. He moved but it to was, Maine. It was so dark. God, it was, it was dark. The, the, the scenery was dark. He was you know, always in the dusk. It was just. The lights weren't on. It was just, the whole thing about it was dark. When the he gave dialogue his, and he gave his dog the, uh, the vet had to show him how to give him the uh, shot. Yeah, uh, I can't. No, what was the name? Was that, that wasn't Blue Bloods? What was that? It was the no, other one. I, I can't forget the other. One. Oh God, what a horror! I mean, it was a great series, but it was, I couldn't watch it. After that, I mean, I was a ball game at that point. I just couldn't do it. Anyway, and on this uh, day in history, did I have? A, did I just do one or not? Oh, I know what you want to do. Uh, let's Are do you talking it. about Magnum Pi? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no. no. Uh, a couple of on Blue Bloods, no. the Shadow Riders, no. the Sackets. No, no, it was before. It was uh, Las Vegas. It's like a mini series that, like, yeah, they did one a, every other year. Or so, and a, he was a retired. He was a sheriff, a retired sheriff in Maine. Lost in Paradise. No. Oh, what the hell was it? Jesse Stone? <laughs> yes, it. Jesse Stone. Thank yeah. you, folks. I'm gone. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Flounder. Take your bucket with uh, you. Yeah, yeah he's a Flounder's a little under the weather there. Uh, on this day in 1845, Edgar Allan Poe's macabre poem, 
The Raven is published. <laughs> and I shall only do the first part. It goes, by the way, this is a very long poem. It is. It goes on and on and on. And if you read it, I read it the other night when I was, and I was, I put this down. Just I'll give the first part of it. I'm not going to read you poetry, but here it goes. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping as of some gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor, I muttered, tapping at my chamber door, only this and nothing more." Once the, upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary. Who, yeah, who said that line? Playeth the ravens nevermore. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> again, it's a very lengthy poem, uh, but uh, that that started it all. And that was in, eight, what did I say, 1845, I think? 1845. And he died uh, drunk in a gutter in Baltimore. They say yeah. he was murdered. Some people say he was murdered. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, let us see. By the uh, way, if you visit his grave in Baltimore, yeah. go in the daytime. And be armed. Oh, I'll, oh, well, yeah, if you go to Baltimore, go in the daytime and be armed. It's a few blocks away from Camden Yards. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't matter. I thought it, it that was matter. Gonna... We, we're in the, okay, yeah. I'm literally with an Atlanta police homicide detective, <laughs> and we're looking around over our shoulders like, we got to get the blank out of here. You know, I, I, I thought for sure that Camden Yards, which is which was a spectacular idea. Still I mean, is. Uh, and, and to make it a, a, a ballpark living area and a beautiful, classy... No, nobody's going. And again, it doesn't do any good. It's, you can't go, you can't live in Baltimore. It's, I mean, it's uh, kill it's, you. It's horrific. Yeah. Outside of that little harbor thing in Camden, yeah. it's horrible. Yeah, horrible. Uh, Kim Pete and Flounder, how's it going? 408, here's another. It's like Atlanta. Four, yeah, well, there we are. Oh, in fact, oh, I, 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 let's do this now. I was going to say this for later. I, well, I should do two things. Uh, first, our number, 404-741-1230. Okay. I feel a flare-up coming out. <laughs> well, no, it's in a second. First of all, the, the, the hard hat thing. Over the weekend, uh, President Stupid Face was uh, giving a visit to uh, talk to union workers in Wisconsin, a longtime Amy Klobuchar. Who was a Democrat from Minnesota? She was the bitch of the campaign. Oh, yeah. oh God! Uh, her, her staff uh, outed her as saying she's just a miserable bitch. Do you know she didn't oh. run this time? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, no, she, yeah, it was too much about her. Even <laughs> people know all that stuff. Anyway, the photo of her with Amy Klobuchar, uh, Klobuchar uh, showed Biden clearly wearing his hard hat backwards. The strap and the tightening knob were visible in the front, like an idiot. Uh, so the Snopes initial fact checked. Uh, somebody said, "Oh, he's wearing his hat backwards." And Snopes said, "No, uh, no, no." Uh, the photo was genuine. It does look at first glance like Biden was wearing that hard hat backwards. But Snopes says after comparing it to other photos and videos of the same event, we were forced to reach the opposite conclusion. The hat on Biden's head was facing forward, built to the mm. front, not backwards. Uh, social media said, you dirty, stinking, lying hypocrites. They've been caught lying so many uh, times. I mean, it's just a total joke. And now they've had to reverse it. Uh, the prevailing counter-argument is that if the suspension of the hat had been purposely configured by its owner such that the bill and tightening knob were worn for the back, as was the case of the hat Biden wore, to wear that hat with a bill facing forward is, practically speaking, to wear it backwards. Therefore, it's argued it's actually true that in the photo op discussed, Biden was wearing it backwards. <laughs> I mean, I, just word again. This is from the podium princess. This is this is from you know Snopes. They're all in the same game. Yeah, they'll say anything. And you heard Vice President Carmela side piece. Donald Trump is going to be a dictator. He's going to weapon. He's going to weaponize the Department of Justice like he did the last four years. The FBI and the DOJ. Yeah. Oh, the fifty-one secret. Oh my God! I mean, these people are are. are, are they don't have any moral standard. They don't have any character. 
They'll do anything for power. And it's not that they're doing it for the good of the country. What they're doing is not for the good of the country. Anyway, uh, these freaking liberals, again, I'll just do this real quickly here. I've been biting the, uh, the chomp to do this. The Al Jazeera constipation, AJC, came out with a big thing in this morning's paper. 5.15, I'm out there in the driveway getting up the paper. I unwrap it and I said, oh, my God. Front page. Essential engaging for the greater Atlanta. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution. This is from now the publisher. Who we are, who we serve, Atlanta, Georgia, the South. We're making a lot of changes to the Atlanta Journal-Constipation from a refreshed website to the new AJC mobile app and a new look for the newspaper to transform us from a storied daily newspaper into a modern media company. We have adopted a new slogan. Here's their new slogan. The substance and soul of the South. It stands as a reminder of who we are and who we serve. We also hosted a town hall with Joe Manchin <gasps> and told readers where he stands on key issues. We told him where he stands. We're the AJC. Oh, my God. New slogan capturing the essence of the AJ. The substance and soul of the South. They went for the big uh, S alliteration. Well, I've got, they've some new, some other alliterations now for the Al Jazeera constipation. Oh, really? For example, the layer of lies for the liberals. AJC, delivering delights for Democrats. AJC, a tribunal to trash Trump. <laughs> AJC, blithering for belligerent blacks. AJC, diverting... <laughs> I don't know about that one. I left that one out. D- d- diverting the news of deceit and dissension. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, oh, no, I can't... Oh, cleverly closing up conservatives. Uh, Dems denigrating deplorables. Hating, uh, hating heteros in the heartland, <laughs> Poop, poo-pooing poopy patriots, and supporting sanctuary sinister sneak-ins. Just a few of the okay. Al Jazeera constipation. They're out of business in three years. What do yeah. you think? Well, I think under. they're out of business in a year. And again, they already admitted that last year they were going to go out of print. Yeah. They were no longer going to be printing a news. Well, most of it's feature stories. And again, the thing that kills me about this is the censorship part of it. They, what they don't print is as important as the way they slant what they do print. What happened to covers Dixie like the dude? I know. That's right. That was it. And they had two newspapers, the yeah, Constitution in the morning, a journal in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And they were both, you know, all, well, they were behaving like this. Remember when the uh, Gwinnett Daily News yeah. started becoming a monster hit of this little local it newspaper? Better. It was so much better in its coverage because this is back, oh, this is back when, remember, uh, in the 70s and 80s, uh, the Southern Democrat became a Republican. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything was, you know, Sam Nunn, and everything was kind of changing. And the Gwinnett Daily News was exploding in popularity. So the Cox family bought it and closed it down. And who sold it to the Cox family? Uh, that would be the New York Times. Oh, New York Times. It was a New York Times subsidiary sold it to the Cox family who shut it down because yep. they didn't want the competition. Right. Evil. Yeah. It's just pure that's, evil. That's your media history here in Atlanta, the Georgia, The next time New York friends. Times crows about how they're up for journalism, blah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, that, that helps America. Remember, they sold that's right. that paper. That's right. To shut it down. Didn't want the competition. Censorship. AJC. Still alive today. Timber Feed Flounder, 413, 106.3. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this is so bad. 
Well, you guys are going to think differently than I do on this song. 418, Kimber, Pete, and Flounder playing the Rolling Stone magazine list of the worst songs of the 1970s. Oh, sorry, back on that right into the intro there. Marching right to the gay bar. <laughs> this, uh, by the way, Kimber, Pete, and Flounder, how you doing? 418. And we're playing Rolling Stones magazine's list of the top ten worst songs of the 1970s, whole decade. This is number eight. Number nine was Morris Albert's Feelings. Number ten was Minnie Ripperton Loving You. Billy, don't be a hero. And number eight, worst song of the 70s, Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods. And the uh, uh, the UK pop group, Paper Lace, wrote, Billy, don't be a hero at the tail end of the Vietnam War, but it's actually about the American Civil War. What? Much like MASH was about the Korean War, but really about Vietnam, people will forever associate Billy, don't be a hero with Vietnam, as I did. Uh, let's see. They'll also associate it with the insipid 1970s dribble. Paper Lace, the, the group, uh, was planning to release the song in America, but Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods beat them to it. It was their only hit. Talk about a one-hit wonder. And again, this was 19. This was after I'd come back in 1969. So, but but when when this played, uh, this really did strike me. Uh, in a lot of different ways. No sense talking. I mean, it just it was a thing. Of course, that, that was back when no one, you know, no one knew I was uh, even in the Marines, let alone in Vietnam. Because no one you just didn't you didn't talk about it for 15 years. Anyway, uh, but that, that was a that was a powerful song, and it was silly and stupid. But I, I promise you that for a lot of people, that was a very powerful song. Uh, especially since uh, they were wrong. I think you should uh, try to do the, uh, what you can do to help the good cause. Our birthday at 420. Good call, a good uh, birthday list includes uh, Oprah Winfrey is 70 today. Hmm. And again, my claim to fame with her, I was her first uh, news broadcaster. You had her. Come on. I, I, I could have. I could have. We made out a couple of times, all right? She was new. She was young. She didn't know she was a. I was lad. single. I, that's where I got uh, divorced from my star, my uh, favorite ex-wife. My because of Oprah? No, no, I, I deny that. She would deny it too. She won't remember my name, but I was the guy who leaded it. I did her newscast. She remember say, you now? Oprah Winfrey. Oprah, how's it going? What's up today? Hey. Well, Kimmer, uh, you know, it's, she remember was, you. All elephants have great memories. <laughs> well, it was funny because when she first started, she'd come out of Baltimore. She was a she was a one yeah. of these one of these local talk show say girls no in Baltimore. Chubby, black, happy, sweet, funny. Uh, not, she was not smart. She was not bright. She didn't really had nothing. But she was she was kind of smarter now. Oh yeah, I mean, well, she was she was chubby and happy and bright, and it was she was just a new again. This is nineteen like eighty one or something, uh, and so eighty two three somewhere in there, and, um, and and so and I introduced her on the set every day, <laughs> something like that. And she was very nice, uh, but she wasn't particularly impressive. And all of a sudden, the show exploded. She was a it was a half hour show. It was a half, thirty minute show, eight thirty to nine in the morning. I've never understood then, the boom. appeal. Tell you the truth. I mean, Besides that, she's very nice well, she's, on TV. And- yeah, she's she's uh, she's not a she she doesn't uh, she doesn't affect anybody. She's not a belligerent. She's not a, uh, offensive. She's not uh, you know too active. I mean, she's just a nice person. Not interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree too. But anyway, she's seven years old. Uh, um, uh, what I see, uh, uh, Oprah Winfrey. I'm a finger, okay? And now, let's see, I got a little history list here. Let's pick one over here. Oh, here we go. Uh, you'll appreciate this, Pete. Uh, 1886, Carl Benz got his patent for the first so-called motor wagon, the first internal combustion engine. The first one had three wheels. 
1995, Mr. Benz created his first four-wheeler, named after his daughter, whose name was Mercedes. Mercedes. Mm -hmm. And he later went on with Hitler to make the Porsche. No, he did not. That has nothing to do with it. (laughs) Dr. Ferdinand Porsche (laughs) Porsche made the Porsche. The Porsche for Mr. Hitler, his good buddy. Anyway, 422. No, they were were fine. Whatever. whatever Got a gun to his head. 422. By the way, the 4 o'clock hour is brought to you by our friends at Atlanta Safe House. I bought two Uh, of their safes, by the way. That's right. Is this a commercial? This is a a, a tease. Atlanta Safe House. You need a safe. You just don't know it. Learn more at atlantasafehouse.com. I heard something yesterday. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Before World War II, Coca-Cola pulled out of Germany, said no more syrup for you. Okay. Okay. So the German people over there, the Coca-Cola people yeah. that were left, are like, wait a minute, we got to, we got to sell we, something. We like this, yeah. So they cobbled together what materials they did have since they weren't getting the Coke syrup anymore yeah. to make Coke. So they came up with some other flavors that they themselves came up with, right? And they wanted a name for it. And supposedly the name in Germany for desire or fantasy is fantasy or something like that, which became Fanta. Fanta, Fanta soft drinks? Is that where that came from? The what? No, they're not. They're not. They're <laughs> She's mouthing something. I can't, I can't read it. Lip reading. <laughs> well, uh, let's say Germany, 1939. Oh, the Nazis. Oh, what? I. That's Fantasi- what this guy was claiming, that, that Fanta came from Nazis, which I don't really think is true. But. Well, I, I don't know what you're trying to say secretly that would be offensive. It's about some anti-Jewish thing? No. Why would you go there? Because uh, you're, you're not, what, don't want to say it. I mean, what else to be offensive? Yeah, I mean, we don't care talking about blacks anymore. We just no. can't say anything about Jews anymore because we're afraid they're going to be able to get upset with this whole Hamas thing going on here. I don't know. I, mean, it's, I, I don't get what we, You I, just said it out loud. That they were Nazis. Okay. Well, no, no, that's not it. You're hiding something from me, and I don't know what it is, and I don't know why. But important thing, I don't know well, why. What could be worse than calling someone a Nazi? Uh, I, I, like I said, I don't know. I love Fanta products. So it's not like I'm going to stop drinking orange, them. I've had Fanta well, Orange for Fanta. 50 years. Good stuff, Maynard. Yeah. I, I don't know. In fact, I, in fact, I think they make a, uh, a uh, fruit punch drink, if I'm not mistaken, it's too. It's pretty good. But I, I knee, didn't know knee high is pretty good. I didn't too. know they were Nazis. Uh, They're not Nazis. Okay. It's just that the name. I'm just saying. We're just fooling around. All right. Now I'm very. We're going to get to the border thing here in a second. And uh, I just I can't believe anything about this. By the way, I, put a, I can't believe everybody's not laughing hysterically. Uh, first of all, again, in case you just joined us, the three soldiers murdered by uh, forces in Jordan over the weekend by the Iran-backed militia drone strike. The three soldiers were all from Georgia. Sergeant William Jerome Rivers, 46 years old, from Carrollton. Specialist Kennedy Landon Sanders, 24-year-old lady from Waycross, Georgia. Specialist Brianna Alexandria Moffitt, 23-year-old a girl from Savannah, Georgia. They were assigned to the 718th Engineer Company, 926th Engineer Battalion, 926th Engineer Brigade from Fort Moore, Georgia. They were st- stationed in Jordan in support of Operation Inherent Resolve. And that was a whole thing, I think, about ISIS originally to keep them gone and so forth, if I'm not mistaken. And the three Georgia soldiers killed over the weekend in that drone attack. And that's led to all kinds of reaction because of it. A Stanford, Connecticut school board has taken Veterans Day and Columbus Day holidays off the calendar. God, you dirty scumbag. Where, Stanford, is that what you said? Stanford, Connecticut. <laughs> Stanford, Connecticut. Wow. They want two countries. Let's go ahead and have it. Let's just have two countries. To hell with them. Veterans Day and what other one? Columbus Day. 
Columbus Day. Well, he brought all the disease to the American Indians, so uh, responsible for everything that's bad that's happened in America. He never touched America. I know. He never, never saw it. Here. Landed in and the And taking off Veterans Day. I, are they going to put another one in there? Probably Tranny Day? I'll bet you, I'll bet you they're going to put something in there. Now, why would they take off? Because those holidays are, are uh, paid vacations for a lot of people and companies. Huh. Those okay, are paid days off, so now they're going to miss a day off. Now they're going to put something else in there. They also want to remove a Muslim holiday and a Jewish holiday, Rosh Hashanah. Oh, well, what's boy. up with these people? They hate everybody. Well, they had to do that because when they took off Veterans Day, the nine veterans still living in Connecticut would probably be upset if they're in. <laughs> God almighty. I mean, if, yeah, nobody gives a crap about veterans. T- some of the funniest Sopranos episodes was when they were fighting over that statue, the Columbus yeah, statue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your chief Indian going down the river is an Italian. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. The, the drying his tear Indian with the, the trash in the river is actually an Italian guy. <laughs> uh, 427 with a Kim Repeat Flot. Okay, this is just killing me. All over the weekend... President Tough Guy, who, by the way, I'm getting so tired of him screaming and yelling at, uh, you know, MAGA conservatives. Uh, President Tough Guy says, I will vow to shut down the border if they come up with a border plan by the Republicans. Wait a minute. He's now he's now demanding a a plan to shut down the border. You could have shut down the border day one like Trump did. To, to his credit, he just found out we have a border. <laughs> this is unbelievable. <laughs> he he mean, didn't know. There was going to be a border deal, Donald Trump said, and he's not even in office. He, Donald Trump said, no, don't, you can't do this, you Republicans. So they said, well, we don't want to do this now. So Trump still has some leverage Good. in the negotiations, thank God. <laughs> but there was going to be a deal. And then President White Trash uh, says, uh, I'm going to shut down the border if the plan becomes law, even if the Republicans pronounce it dead on arrival. So all of a sudden, uh, President Showers with daughter is demanding a bill to shut down the border. <laughs> you, you stupid, stinking liar. You don't want to shut down the border. For four years, you made it open deliberately to get seven or eight million more voters in here. So you can grant them amnesty after all the fighting that's been going on. So now he's so now here's what they're going to do. The cowardly Republicans. There's going to be a bunch of cowardly Republicans. They're going to make a deal, and it's going to give money to Ukraine and money to uh, Hamas and money to Israel and money to all this stuff. And the money to the border security is not going to be for security. It's going to be hiring people to help them more, more people come in. He's not going to close the border, but he's going to pass this bill, and then he's going to make some move and say, finally, we are the just in time for the election. You can thank the Democrats for closing the border. Yeah. He's going to take credit for closing the border after he should be taking credit for keeping it the heck open for four years. This is unbelievable. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. And, and we mentioned, uh, Pete was, and I were talking earlier today, you could shut, you got to shut down the border. One way of stopping people coming over here is just stopping allowing them to send money back to Mexico from America. Or, or, or taxing it so much that they couldn't do it. Yeah, that's right. You stop the money flow back to Mexico, and a lot will lose their reason for being here. But most of them come here to send money back home. I mean, you know, they, they don't just flee the country forever. They have family back there. Uh, and again, I, I mentioned to Pete, I send money. My, I have a basically homeless brother with cancer, so I send money to him. Uh, and if I send money on uh, 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 Western Union money in minutes, I think it's something like, uh, to, to another state, it's something like $24. If I send money to Mexico, it's 8 well, look at it this way. If you're sending your money to New England, what's more close to America these days? Yeah, Mexico, Mexico or, yeah. or New England? I mean, it's unbelievable. 
Sir, how do you possibly explain that? Oh, by the way, speaking of, oh, I don't have time on this break here. But do I do I have time for some words? Twenty seconds or so. This is uh, the Daily Beast. Here's how the Daily Beast is covering the story of the uh, of the truckers doing the convoy now for three days. Here's the exact words. I read some of these words. A convoy of Jesus-loving truckers will converge on the southern border next week (laughs) to stop what battle what they say is a migrant invasion. Called the Take Our Border Back Convoy, promoted by far-right media, is advertised as a peaceful assembly, but that includes a rogues gallery of election deniers, anti-vaxxers, and QAnon conspiracy theorists, and it's a good movement that is a Trojan horse for the election, and and by the way, the vigilante groups and extremists, and it could be poisoning the blood of our country leading to a volatile situation. Holy Christ. Bring it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Convoy of Jesus-loving truckers. Yes. <laughs> 431 with a kiver feet and flounder. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Other since we were nine or ten. <laughs> Here we go. Together oh, yeah. we've climbed hills and trees. <laughs> Learned of love and ABC. Skinned our hearts and skinned our knees. Goodbye, my friend. It's hard to die. This is Terry Jack's Seasons in the Sun. We are playing for you today the top ten list by Rolling Stone magazine of the worst songs of the 1970s. This is number seven, Terry Jackson, just as a quick repeat. to read number one. Well, uh, and they got number one wrong. I think we both agree with that. We'll get to it in a minute. Number ten was Minnie Ripperton, Loving You. Number nine, Morris Albert Feelings. Number eight, Bo Donaldson, The Haywoods, Billy Don't Be a Hero. This is number seven, Terry Jackson. Blounder, you heard of any of these songs? Uh, I've heard of a couple that are coming up, but I haven't heard any that we've played so far. Oh, a lucky man. He never heard oh, this song. I grew up with all these songs. <laughs> you know, we all knew this. And we'll play a little Terry here. This is why I became a Stones freak, because of crap like this. <laughs> yeah, this is 70s, mid-70s. I know, I know. When all the birds are singing in Terry Jack seizes in the sun. The author here says this time this is another song about a tragedy. Billy Don't Be a Hero is about a woman begging her boyfriend to be safe fighting the Civil War. Terry Jack's 1974 mega hits about a dying person saying goodbye to his loved ones. The song was written by poet Rod McCune in the early 60s and first made a hit by Belgian singer Jacques Brel in 1961. Rod McEwen wrote this? Rod McEwen. The versions by Terry Jacks hit number one around the world in 74. (laughs) Jacks retired from music a few years later. Rod McEwen, didn't he do the uh, Jonathan uh, the Livingston Seagull? Did he do that Yeah, too? I think so. That's a good book, yeah. actually. I like yeah. that. Well, book. that was a huge, huge uh, hit book, too. Uh, anyway, let's see who Rod wrote McEwen. this. Now, Richard, did he do Love Story? Did he do Love Story? No, no. Richard Bach wrote Jonathan Livingston Seagull with Rod McEwen, had a poem in it or something. Oh, okay. Wrote the forward. Yeah, or but he was well known back in that time. That's a good book. They don't yeah. let you read. That was the thing that they made you read in school, yeah. but it was a good book. I, uh, yeah. I doubt they make you read that anymore. I don't think they make you read anything anymore. I wonder if they even have, I wonder, of course, well, they're still reading lists because they're complaining about them up in Cobb County, so they must have some reading lists of stuff. But Boy, they just love to see mine. We, <laughs> well, but when I was in prep school, we had, we had summer reading lists. We had, and make book reports of a bunch of books over the summertime. Never had that. Yeah. Well, they, they didn't have to force me to read. I read anyway. Well, I, I hated reading until I was an adult, and now I, I have three or four books on my nightstand I read every night. I read constantly. Just the cover? Working. 
just the cover. Usually, look at it depends where the pictures are. You know, uh, you know, Vogue, you know, Glamour, <laughs> Cosmopolitan magazine, stuff like that. Blue Boy. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, our birthday list includes uh, Adam Lambert, forty-two, American Idol runner-up who tours with Queen. Adam Lambert, forty-two years old. Right? And uh, did I do? I think I have a history thing here. Nine years ago, twenty fifteen, Suge Knight was arrested for murder after a hit and run where he killed a guy with his truck. He pleaded no contest to manslaughter and got twenty eight years in prison for it. Whew. They don't get that much for murder. I mean, cold blooded assassination stuff. Uh, fine, he probably deserved it. Uh, Four thirty seven with the Kimmer Pete and Flounder. This is a very. Oh, by the way, coming up. Uh, we'll talk about some wokeness uh, over the uh, TV over the weekend. Also, Taylor and Travis. Man, we got to talk about Taylor and Travis. And I want to talk. In fact, let's do. We'll do a Flounder's Fun here in a second. Let's let's recap a couple things on the football uh, we, over the weekend. Uh, Pete Davis, Holy Crap at Sports, coming up around five fifteen. Uh, first of all, are, are you surprised at the result of the uh, final of, of two games to see us in the world at the uh, Super Bowl? I don't know why we were surprised. If you're a Falcons fan, to watch what happened in yeah. the second half of that Lions game, because that was like watching the Falcons. Yeah, play. You even gave it a new verb. Falconing. Yeah, they falcon- well, that's, they I didn't come up with that. They falconized that game, yeah, all right. They, fal- they were falconing is what I, they were I, doing. It's hard to believe. I mean, It's hard to watch because yeah. everybody wanted Detroit. It was the feel-good story. Yeah. Nobody outside the Bay Area wants to see the 49ers back in the Super Bowl. No one cares about the 49ers. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I, 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 I appreciate the fact because I really, you know, the fact that this young quarterback, Purdy, is going to make it to the Super Bowl, and, and plus, I, I think it's I think it's a, a real tribute to that little running back guy. You know, I, I really think that's uh, terrific. Anyway, I, I think I agree. I, I, I would have loved to seen the Lions in the Super Bowl. Well, did the head coach make a mistake by going for it and not doing well, the field yes. goals? That's what there's. That's, that, yeah. that's one of the he, big. Everything that happened after that was downhill for the Lions. Everything that happened after that was bad luck. Yeah. I mean, there was two amazing plays. The, the, the thing bouncing off the Lions yeah. guy and yeah. bouncing up and, and the receiver caught, caught yeah, it. I know. Everything went pro San Francisco yeah. after that stupid decision. And I'm screaming at the TV. I mean, I, I why do I care if the Lions win? But I'm screaming at the TV, yeah. take the points. Yeah. You've just let them score. So they're back. They're within 14. If you kick the field goal, all you've done for half of the third quarter yeah. is exchange field goals. Right. And you have a 17-point lead. Yeah. Instead, he doesn't make it. He gives him a lift. And it, everything for there was downhill. Yeah. For just amazing how much yeah. they collapsed. Yeah. And I, again, we're not going to talk about like the Falcons in the Super Bowl. Yes, well, and yeah, the Falcons yeah. in the NFC title game yeah. against San Francisco right. back in 2012, where yeah. they did the exact same thing. Yeah, they falconized that game. They they falconated themselves. And remember the hell how it ended? Yes, yeah, like fourth and goal or something like that. Uh, or they need to get yeah. either they yeah. need to get to the two or they need yeah. to get to the goal. And Matt Ryan threw it short like yeah. he always did. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, now and again, we'll do more sports with Pete coming up. And and now in the other game, uh, man, that first few minutes of that Travis Kelsey, what a game! Touchdown! He made that miracle catch, you know, twi- twisting himself in midair. Catch. I mean, what a what a performance he had in that game. Uh, and we'll talk later on about uh, about uh, Tay Tay and the kissing and what they said. And people are saying, "Gee, did she say I love you?" Maybe the first time. Oh, I hardly I can't. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk more about uh, Tay and, and, and so forth. But all, I was in social media. My phone blew up with comments about uh, Tony Romo and Jim Nance uh, broadcasting. Holy cow, did they get creamed. I'm t- well, the guy who does the media stuff in New York Post sports uh, page, uh, Mar- Andrew Marshawn, just raked him over the calls a couple weeks ago, and he had a yeah. great line. He says it's, it's like having your nephew making some jokes and your uncle doesn't get them. Yeah. 
And Jim Nance just doesn't get Romo. And Romo, to another thing is, someone brought this up the other day, the fact he couches everything. He doesn't come right out and say something because yeah. he doesn't want to offend somebody. He literally would start talking, and then he would stop and be thinking about what he said. And there'd be dead air for a second or yeah. two while he was trying to think, well, who will I anger if I say this? And he would he would do a 180 yeah. in the middle of a sentence. You know, I remember when he first came on television, I thought he was great. Right. I mean, he, he, he would predict the place. Right. So it's going to be an off-tackle left run, and the pulling guard's going to work. And I thought, oh, my God, he, it was right. I mean, it was, that's what he did. It was really right. effective and entertaining and informational and, and, and amazing. I, I thought he was terrific. He knows one thing. Tony Romo's not that bright a person, but he knows football. Yeah. And now I think people got in his head after that first year, and now his head is humongous, yeah. and he thinks he can do no wrong. And now, he do, to me, he doesn't even predict the plays anymore. Yeah. I, 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 and I Nance, who's, you know, Nance is a he's golf go. guy. Yeah, I've a, never yeah. cared for him. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't like him in basketball. I don't yeah. like him in football. Everyone yeah. just creams over this guy. I never yeah. got the Nance thing. He's a nice guy, yeah. but he's as dull as dish. Yeah. 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 He's just boring as hell. He's a nice man, but he's a milk toast guy, and he's a perfect golf guy. Uh, and, and anyway, so, I mean, they got ripped over the <laughs> over the weekend with the, <laughs> on the, on the uh, sports, uh, with the uh, broadcasting with the thing. One with of the those thing things, yeah, uh, 442 it. with a Kimmer Feet and Flounder. <laughs> oh, here we Oh, damn. I, got, I can't believe you gave me a message there. I said, wait, wait, Flounder funny. What do you got there, Flounder? <laughs> the South, when you go back, it's great. It's very polite. We're very polite people, and that's the best. But it can also be the worst. Like with dry traffic, it's just like you got to go guys like what are we doing no one goes everybody's too nice you know merging on the interstate just looks like we're trying merging for the first time people just stop on the ramp and they're just like i would like to be invited out there you know i don't feel like i don't feel like they want me out there and i think they should what if i just stop and you're like yeah let's all just let's hang out here for a little bit you know maybe the interstate will all slow down to the exact same speed a four-way stop is just four cars telling each other to go. No one goes. They just sit there, no, you go. And you're like, no, you should go. No, how about you go? And then someone's just got to get out of the car and go, guys, I'm out of the car. I'm taking myself out, all right? <laughs> And that still happens again. Although the roundabouts are getting pretty. I love mad. the roundabouts. Well, I, I yeah, I like to take <laughs> it's a, a chance. challenge. You know how many times, how close I, <laughs> I can beat him. And I yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, I shouldn't say this, but I got okay. Uh, at least two trips, uh, two locations. I, are you okay over there? <laughs> we heard a scream. Are you all right in there? Somebody attack. Okay, uh, on two uh, two places on my nor- on my normal trip into work uh, on the routes I take on, into work, there are two merging lanes where you come to a stoplight. There's two lanes of the stoplight. You t- after the stoplight, you're going to cross an intersection, and then 50 yards ahead, the right hand lane turn has to be yielding into the left hand lane. Okay, if I'm in the left hand lane waiting for the light, and then you both the car next to me takes off. If he's trying to beat me, if he's deliberately trying to race me so that he can cut me off, I accept it as a challenge, and I always don't let him do it. I all if they're racing me to get off, I say, "Well, what are you trying to just cut me off? Screw you! You're in the wrong lane. You know you're in the yield lane, so accept your punishment to wait till it's time to yield and get in the traffic. And if somebody's behind me on the right and puts a blinker in, I'll let him go in. If it's yeah. you know if it's a you know one guy goes, one guy goes, I always say, "Fine, go ahead." But if you're trying to beat me, you're trying to you know show me up and try to challenge me. Screw you! But today I had the perfect one. 
I'm driving down West Side Parkway, and coming up, a, a guy on my a guy is a little bit ahead of me on the right, not much. Oh no, I beg your pardon. Uh, hold on a second. You're killing me. Uh, yeah, he, no, he's sli- he's slightly ahead of me, slightly ahead of me on the right. And I'm in the left-hand lane, and up ahead about 400 yards, it lo- looks like kind of a slowdown in the right-hand lane. So I know this guy's going to try to beat me into the left-hand lane. Uh-huh. So I just start slowly er- going faster uh-huh. and faster as he starts going, and I, and I match him exactly uh-huh. so that it doesn't look like I'm trying to cut him off because I'm in the right. left proper left-hand lane. Mm-hmm. But I go close enough behind him and the same speed so he can't get ahead of me. Uh-huh. It, it, he'd have to hit my bumper so I can see him getting frustrated and more and more frustrated and Finally, I reach there before he does, obviously, and he can't get in, and I can see him being all angry and stuff because he tried to cut me off, and I wouldn't let him. If you're trying to cut somebody off, you deserve to get humiliated. Now I know how it feels like. They've got a new thing on Alexa. What's that? Well, basically, it's a longer version of her that when you're talking to her. <laughs> that never really She'll ends. sit there and go, every few seconds, she'll go, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Got you. Uh-huh. Is that right? Really? <laughs> I'll be darned. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, uh, 446 <laughs> with a Kimmer Feed and Flounder on 106.3. And coming up, they took the little girl because she wanted to be a boy, and the family says, bring back my kid, Montana. And mocking SNL and the Taylor and uh, Swifty Kelsey's coming up. 446, Kim Repeat and Flounder. On this day, it was a Monday, like today, and we learned later how 16-year-old Brenda Spencer felt about Mondays. Immortalized in this song by the Boomtown Rats, I Don't Like Mondays. For kicks, the 16-year-old girl had been caught shooting a BB gun at the windows of Grover's Cleveland Elementary School for a long time, and then finally she snapped and took the 22 caliber rifle her daddy gave her for Christmas and shot up the place, killing two men and wounding nine kids. Brenda Spencer, at 16 years old, was sentenced to 25 years in prison. She's been denied parole four times, and she's still there. Hmm. She's still there. I mean, which is, I mean, wow. I mean, you'd have thought that if, you know, getting caught shooting a BB gun at an elementary school over and over would probably be a sign that there might be something wrong, wrong with you. Wrong with you, yeah. Uh, birthdays include Athena Roussel, 39 years old. You don't know that name. She was formerly the richest teenager in the world. Her middle name is Onassis. Athena Onassis Roussel, the granddaughter of Aristotle Onassis, formerly the richest teen in the world. She's still worth over a billion dollars. And she's, uh, well, she's 39, so there's no sense of trying to go over there, you know capture or anything. Uh, let's see. On this day in history, uh, 2009, Illinois Governor Rod Blagojevich was impeached and removed from office for corruption. He solicited bribes for political appointments, including Barack Hussein Putitat's vacant U.S. Senate seat after Putitat got elected president in 2008. Uh, Blagojevich was convicted, sentenced to 14 years. He spent 10 until February 2020. Donald Trump offered him a uh, commutation, and he got out. Uh, for uh, 52 with a camera, Pete and Flounder. Okay, there's an incredible story in Montana. Uh, it's, it's just uh, here we go. I mean, this is the this is the new America. This is the America under the Democrats. 
A family in Glasgow, Montana, accusing the state's child protective services of kidnapping their teenage daughter after she wants to identify as a boy. Krista and Todd Coltstad, their stepmother, uh, Krista's a stepmother, this girl. The nightmare began last year. They got a call that their 14-year-old daughter, Jennifer, uh, was suicidal at school. Uh, stepmom Krista says she's always had problems. Uh, they were hoping that they had some bullying. They sent her to another district, get away from bullying, give her a fresh start. And uh, she's had some real-life uh, hardships, undiagnosed mental health problems, attention-seeking behavior. A caseworker for Child Family Services showed up at the home to talk to her, do an inspection. Uh, they said that she, uh, the girl, uh, ate toilet bowl cleaner and painkiller medications to commit suicide. The family says, no, that's not true, but we'll take her to the hospital. So they made her take her to the hospital, got her checked out. Doctor said, well, no, no evidence of doing that. But they admitted her because even though she had not consumed drain cleaner, they say, well, she's got a problem, so let's admit her. The hospital consistently mentioned that Jennifer identifies as a male and wants to be called Leo. Uh, Krista, the mom, says she and Todd immediately said, no, 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 your name's Jennifer. Call her by her name. We were very clear to the emergency room people uh, that this goes against our values, morals, and religious beliefs. They told me to call my lawyer. Uh, Medical transitioning of minors was prohibited in the state of Montana at the time. The hospital told her that social transitioning is a gray area, and they're going to call Jennifer Leo and uh, refer to as a boy. Uh, In fact, uh, Jennifer would benefit from specialized residential care and treatment and counseling. So they said, well, we'll put her in a home for you. Uh, Let's take her to Wyoming. They said, wait a minute, we live in Montana. They said, well, we don't have a really good place here. Then they found one here, and then they were called and told Jennifer's going to go to Wyoming after all. No one talked to us about this. No one talked about the name of the place. I answer our questions. Ten minutes later, they called back uh, and showed up at the house with police to serve us papers to take her out of our care. They told me the reason we were we were unable or refusing to provide medical care, which is not true. The next day, they took their daughter to Wyoming so they could call her Leo. Uh, the girl is 14. They were not allowed to speak with her. They had to go through a counselor, reluctant to give her information. Uh, on uh, September 25th, last fall, Jennifer returned to Montana, placed in a youth dynamics group home. Uh, We were told that the uh, transition, (laughs) we were told letting Jennifer transition and live as a boy is in her therapeutic best interest. She's 14. And because we are not willing to follow the recommendation, the court gave custody of Jennifer for six months to the state. Child Family Services placing Jennifer in the care of her birth mother in Canada, who has never been part of her life. She's never called to see how she is, never sent her anything, has no communication with her whatsoever. But the court ruled, well, you're not doing a good job, so we're taking her away. Our family's been destroyed by this. We have little contact with our daughter. Our parents' rights have been trampled on. The couple will never stop trying to help her and get her home. They've defied a judge's order to remain silent. Yeah, they did this and then told him, by the way, you can't talk about it. The judge said, no, you can't talk about it. He said, screw you. In fact, fact, he ordered them into court today to answer for why they shouldn't be held in contempt of court for speaking out about their daughter being kidnapped by the state and taken to Wyoming instead of Montana. And the state's telling them you can't even talk about it. And you can't talk about it. So they're supposed to go to court today to face charges of contempt for for defying the judge's order. Unfortunately, unfortunately for them, they had to have a family emergency of some kind, had to delay it. So, But at some point, they've got to go to court and answer why they shouldn't be held in contempt for complaining about the state taking their daughter because they don't want their 14-year-old daughter to be transitioned out of their control. This is the type of stuff that makes you think maybe the Unabomber was on to something. 
I mean, I can't believe it. I mean, it's, it, this is real. And, you know, it all started with all we want to do is get married. Yeah, that's right. Oh well, fine. Pandora's box. Welcome to the nightmare of marriage on yourself. Why should we? Why should and only I, heterosexuals? I said it's a, I, yeah, I don't care if gays <laughs> really? get married. I really, I don't Have care. A ball. Why you want to bring the state into it? That's your yeah. problem. But but yeah. but I said at the time, if you if you can let men marry men and women marry women, how can you tell some guy he can't marry two women? Yeah, right. How can you tell a woman she can't have two husbands? Yeah. And then it'll just go from there. Yeah. It'll go from there and go from there. Everyone's got to push the envelope. Yeah. Every generation's got to push it. Well, a marriage has to be instead of. Marriage being a religious contract with your religious thing, it's now a social civil contract, which means you can make a civil contract with anybody over anything. Or so, inanimate so, object. Yeah. So it, it eliminates anything concerning the sanctimonious Okay, and if you it. let the polygamists marry... Then how are you going to stop the yeah. bestiality people? And how are you going to stop the yeah. Nambla people? And how are you going to stop that? Because once you open up the door, who, yeah. how, what's it the state can tell somebody, no, you can't do that? Well, you let them do it. Yeah. Well, Montana just. I'm told, not equating gays with BC. I'm just right. saying, if you let one group do something, you got to let other groups do it, or yeah. else. Yeah. Well, again, it's man and woman, and woman and man. The state of Montana let Wyoming uh, in on this, and now they've had the DCS take the child away from the parents for six months, and uh, to try to to let her be a boy when she's 14. It's like Bill Maher says, five years ago, everyone would look oh, at you crazy if you brought up something Can like this. Can you imagine this? bringing this up at the dinner table five or six or ten years ago, let alone 30 or 40 years yeah. ago? If I brought this up to my parents when I was a teenager, oh, my God. <laughs> Remember what a big deal it was when a, when a kid tried to get uh, what what uh, taken away from their own parents? Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, uh, oh. Gosh, well, there's a name for it. Yes. Uh, adultizing. Uh, this, no, no, it's yeah, uh, no. not enlightenment, but um, Empo- no, not like, like either. freedom for yes, enlightenment. Oh God, I had it's almost on the tip of my tongue. Enrichment. En- enrichment. No empowerment. No. Uh, it- oh God, I hate this. <laughs> I hate this. It's right there. I Something love it. like enrichment, empowerment, yes. and and uh, and the to uh, enable or to emphasize. Oh, I almost had it. Em- em- so there's an M in there. Emphasize. Uh, emp- I think we're having a flare. Oh up. my God! <laughs> <laughs> a really hot flare up. It's not empowerment, but it's something no, very it's like similar that. to that. Uh, em- oh, Drew Barrymore did it. That's right. Uh, in re- oh God! Okay. Oh, I can't believe it! Embodiment? No, oh, God! I'm gonna kill myself if I don't. Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't talk about that. Parents, all right. Here we go. Here uh, we go. And, and it's it is a litigation. Uh, oh my uh, God! It doesn't say. Oh, come on! We've got 20 seconds before we got to go to the break. We got to get it before that. Inf- oh, I almost had it again. It does in, 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 enfranchisement or no, something. No, that's like not it. it. What did you call it when when a slave is freed? It's something like that. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. Uh, and, and, uh, and, oh God, I almost had it. not abolishment. Uh, Re- refre- oh God, refreshment! Oh, I hate this. Emancipation of emancipation. a minor. Emancipation. Emancipation of a minor. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Flounder. Good night, folks. Five o'clock. Kimmer feeding Flounder, and I'm out of here. Oh my God. The warm air, the sounds of baseball—it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. 
or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps it $5 minimum balance required. Let's get it together, ladies. Left shoulder, red and black. Ready on your dog, target. Look out. It's only me. It's only the giver. How's it going with Pete Davidson, Flounder, 503, almost 504. Uh, 106.3, here's phone number 404-741-1230, I got a whole bunch of things. We got Holy Crap at Sports coming up, more Flounder's Funnies, Pete's Tweets. Uh, We've got some bad news about the the loss of three Georgia soldiers over the weekend. Also, the despicable administration, how that's going. We'll talk about Taylor Swift and Travis and a lot of stuff on sports game coming up here. And also, an official expert on intimacy is going to answer the question, how long... Is sex supposed to last? Now, again, we'll do this on, from an adult standpoint, So, but I will give you an opportunity to tune us out if you have kids in the car. It's not going to be body or anything else, but it's going to talk about making love. And we'll do it in an adult fashion and have and, uh, coming up here a little bit later on, just to kind of give you some advice. Also, uh, <laughs> that guy, Dr. Bodden, who shows up on Fox every time there's a, a Jeffrey Epstein thing, and also this Dr. Bodden guy used to be the coroner of L.A., I think, well, he's been retired. He's, all, he's an expert <laughs> witness now. He has an opinion about the Chiefs fans, the Chiefs fans' deaths. Right uh, over the weekend, yeah. uh, a couple of weeks. Ago. You're, you're an eternal optimist. You know that. What do you mean, sir? Do you think that we are going to talk about we'll sex it all. In, in an adult conversation? <laughs> That'll be the day. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up, baby. <laughs> yeah, you just take your your thumb and your forefinger and put it under her little chin and lift her chin up toward you. Know. <laughs> yeah, they love it when you do that. <laughs> Give us a little kiss, there, honey. Uh, five. <laughs> Meanwhile, five, the gentleman with the melon. Uh, yes. Uh, five oh five. Here's number 404-741-1230. Uh, by the way, thank you to the pecan. I, I mentioned I shouldn't do this on the radio. I complained that you can't get good salted pecans anywhere. Uh, and the, the, the mixed nuts from planters, they have about four of them in there. And now you can buy bags of pecans in the store, but they're not salted. They're just plain. They're, and they're healthy. They're, they're, yeah, they're healthy, but they're terrible. They don't taste good. Oh, I, I love pecans. Okay, in my opinion. Put I them like, in pancakes. I, I like salted pecans that are kind of come in the, in, in the, in the mixed nuts thing. So I said, how can they don't just sell the salted freaking pecans by themselves? It's so freaking good. I'd buy them every day. Well, not every day. Anyway, so my friend uh, uh, Mikey, Mike Summers, my old for, uh, former morning yes. man 50 years ago, sent me a bag of them called Happy Belly. 
Have you ever heard of that? No, I haven't. It's a bag of, of, of salted pecans, Happy Belly, B-E-L-L-Y, tell me. Uh, I don't know what that is. And also our friend Denise, who tried to single-handedly mm-hmm. save our podcast. Uh, Denise sent me a can, the mixed nuts and... Uh, uh, and uh, pecan. I, I mean, a can of pecans, which Planters mm. does make salted pecans, but I've never seen them in the store. She must have uh, ordered them somewhere. Basically, so, anyway, thank put, you. Put pecans, not salted, but pecans yeah. and blueberries <laughs> in pancake mix and make yeah. pan- Oh man, that's a great you know, Sunday I, I morning just, thing. I'm. Uh, I love. Okay, that. we don't. I, I don't want to turn into the morning show. They're big on food in the morning show. The uh, the morning. Oh, the morning. They're huge on food recipes. And right. well, the rhino used to be a chef. That's right. He owned restaurants for years. I mean, he owned. He was the boy, a restaurant guy, so they do a lot of food stuff. Uh, but for the record, if I make pancakes or even better waffles, I love my waffles. I put, I make them and I put butter, a lot of butter. Every every little square in the waffle has to have butter in it. Do you okay? have a Belgian waffler? No, I don't. Okay. I'm, actually, I might. I think I might. No, I don't. I I, I have a, wa- a regular waffler. Anyway, so I I put butter on every every square gets butter, and then. I put maple syrup, and every square gets maple syrup, and then I take brown sugar mm-hmm. and put it on top of the whole damn thing and then nuke it Jeez. until the brown sugar melts so it's all, oh, God. I made a mistake over Ooh. the weekend. I what? didn't buy my usual K-Rose syrup, the clear. Oh, I've, I remember that I, from years. My so grandmother years, used to yeah, my, yeah, absolutely. make pancakes with oh, that, that was, yeah. and I bought a lot. I love Log Cabin. If you want the brown yeah. syrup, yeah. but I got the sugar-free one. Oh, and that's no good. You it's, can't do sugar-free. Yeah, it's not good. Why, why would you have pancakes with maple syrup sugar-free? Give me a break. I was trying to be healthier. It's like going to Hot Fudge Sunday in a Diet Coke, you know? I mean, jeez. Anyway, uh, 508, 508, 508. Okay, uh, a quick serious thing here, and I hate to say it, but uh, prayers and uh, best wishes for the family of three Georgia soldiers killed over the weekend in that drone attack in Jordan. They were stationed in support of Operation Inherent Resolve, fighting ISIS and terrorists. Uh, Here are their names. Sergeant William Rivers, 46-year-old Sergeant William Rivers of Carrollton, Georgia. Uh, 24-year-old Specialist Kennedy Landon Sanders. She is from Waycross, Georgia. And Specialist Brianna Alexandria Moffitt. 23-year-old soldier from Savannah, Georgia, all uh, assigned to the uh, engineering company of the Engineering Brigade at Fort Moore, Georgia. They were stationed in Jordan to support Operation Inherent Resolve. All three killed uh, the drone attack. And, of course, now people are going nuts. Uh, politicians on the right are saying, uh, t- well, Lindsey Graham got creamed in, in, uh, in comments because he said, uh, hit him now and hit him forever. Uh, and so the reaction now from even more conservatives is uh, is coming in pretty quick and strong. Uh, for example, uh, everybody on the Internet dunking on Lindsey Graham and John Cornyn warmongering. Lindsey Graham said, hit Iran now, hit him hard. Uh, this is insanity. Uh, this is even worse than Lindsey Graham's tweet. Uh, Tucker Carlson said, uh, blanking lunatics. I mean, the reaction's been uh, fast and furious. Uh, by the way, a Flounder, let's do the podium princess again. Uh, Surly Temple, Rajin Wachin Trotin. She's black, she's gay, she's a girl, which is why she got the job. This is a despicable example, another despicable example of this administration. And, how you know, it, it, it just goes to show you how they feel about you. This is the professionalism of the spokesman for the United States, reacting to the death of three Georgia soldiers over the weekend. 
What I will say, our deepest, uh, obviously our deepest condolences uh, go out and our heartfelt condolences go out to the families uh, who lost uh, three, three brave uh, three brave, uh, three brave of uh, three folks who are, who are military folks who are brave, who are always fighting, who are fighting on behalf and of uh, this administration of no, the American not. people. Obviously, more so, more importantly, <sighs> fighting on the behalf of administration. Brave folks, you don't fight on behalf of an administration. You be fight on you fight on behalf of your country. Mm -hmm. <laughs> God. She's I mean, idiot. they don't get it. Well, the, the, she doesn't know anything about the military. No, these people know anything about the military. You think Biden knows military. anything about the military? You think Carmela's side piece, a shipless lady vice president, knows anything about the military? Hates him. Give me a break. You know what? This None of this would be happening if under Obama, and he looked the other way. Remember when the Iranians were revolting? Yeah, yeah that's right. And instead of helping the them, Iran, uh, he, turned his, or, yeah. he turned his back on them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a that was that was a huge opportunity. In that was States. a monstrous thing. And he looked the other way. And you'd have thought with our supposedly with our CIA and national security advisor people, a whole Those network idiots. of spies and international stuff that we that something better would have happened out of that. Because Obama wouldn't let it happen yeah, instead of ignoring it. Five eleven, five eleven. Uh, uh, quickly, uh, quick another news update. Uh, Pete's uh, sports coming here. We've got a lot of football to talk about, among other things. A retired Republican judge says in Illinois, Donald Trump, the, this judge, Kankakee County Judge uh, uh, Clerk, uh, Clark Erickson, rather, acting as a hearing officer for a voter's challenge to try to keep Donald Trump off the ballot in Illinois. That's the, uh, that's the issue. The hearing officer, the former Republican judge, says, well, Donald Trump is guilty of an insurrection, even though he's never been charged, uh, let alone convicted of an insurrection. The judge said there's a preponderance of evidence presenting proves that Donald Trump engaged in insurrection, and I believe that Donald Trump's name should not be on the ballot in Illinois for the Republican presidential nomination. However, he also said, I don't think he should be on the ballot, and he's guilty of insurrection, but it really should be up to the courts. So he said, try, you know, I mean, he did he did everything wrong and then threw it to the courts, which is the only way it can happen, uh, to mm. say, well, you guys are going to have to handle it. So at least, you know, he did the right thing. Jumbo weighs in. Jumbo, what do you got, buddy? I got my wife finally listening with me in the garage. Uh -oh. When I said emancipation five minutes before y'all, <laughs> she told me I could do radio. <laughs> well, come on down, Jumbo, and bring your freaking wife. How about that? <laughs> she can sit over here with me. You can do the show from 3 to 4, and I'll be with your wife from 3 to 4. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Uh, 512. And let's do one more soundbite here. Uh, in fact, speaking of Donald Trump, here's Carmela's side piece uh, talking about Donald Trump, the dictator. Listen to how what she's accusing Republicans and Trump of being is exactly what the Democrats are doing. Here's Carmela, the shiftless, lazy vice president. And on the other side, you've got someone who has said that if he were back in office, he would weaponize the Department of Justice. Like you did. Someone the Democrats did. who has openly applauded insurrectionists as patriots. They are. They Someone weren't insurrectionists, or you'd all has be dead. said that they will go after their political enemies and, and like, applauds like you're dictators, doing Trump. indicating that he would be one. Yeah, you're so yeah, you're let's be really clear about what's half, at stake. Half the country and then, enemies. yes, of course, there is then a desire that let's get out there, because we can't lose this democracy. 
Oh my God. It's not a democracy, you dumb I think it's just, I mean, it's, honestly, it's like a grade school kid ad-libbing a speech. Uh, honestly, I, I can't, I mean, I can't, be, I literally can't believe it. She's going to be your your ticket holder for the for the Democrats this fall. Oh, my God. 514. Pete Davis next. Kimber Pete Flounder. Oh, mercy. Ah! Start your day the right way with Tug, Rhino, and Los on the Morning Extra. In Lexington, Kentucky, they've put together a team of scientists. They want to send a tourism ad out toward a nearby star to convince aliens to come and visit Lexington, Kentucky. Here's some of the scientists in charge of the program talking about this tourism ad. I think seeing, hey, we're nice and friendly people. We have horses and bourbon and dopamine. Don't eat us. I could save them so much money. Uh, all we've got to do is go off the uh, coast of San Diego or go out to off the coast of Virginia and you'll find them out there. You don't have to send anything to a star. <laughs> right. They live here. <laughs> they're sending messages. Yeah, they're underwater. Marty's on the phone talking about these aliens. Marty, what's Marty. on your mind? I mean, you're going to invite aliens here and they're going to come over and say, hey, oh, you're friendly. Oh, we got great sources and we're going to dominate you then. <laughs> <laughs> the Morning Extra, 6 to 10 a.m. every weekday morning on Extra 106.3 FM and the Extra app. The Atlanta Braves are proud to host the annual Bill Lucas Ralph Gar HBCU Classic. March 1st and 2nd at Cool Ray Field in Gwinnett. Come see the Grambling State University Tigers take on the Florida AM Rattlers. The HBCU Classic is designed to showcase HBCU baseball in the Southeast and foster the next generation of diverse baseball players. Friday's March 1st game begins at 5 p.m., followed by a game Saturday, March 2nd at noon. Tickets are $15. Get yours today at Braves.com slash HBCU classic. Hey there, it's Janelle King, host of the Janelle King Show right here on Extra 106.3 FM, where we are unafraid and unapologetic. We explore the topics that matter the most. You can catch us on Saturdays at 4 p.m. and Encore episode on Sundays at 9 a.m. And catch up on past episodes by going to the podcast park right here at Extra 106.3 or wherever you get your podcast every single Tuesday. Until then, stay unafraid, stay unapologetic, and never stop seeking the truth. I think it's time to get rid of that old, ugly garage door. Get rid of it? All it needs is a quick repair. Where's my duct tape and WD-40? This is Dan Watkins with All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors. And let us be the ones to tell you if you need a repair or a replacement. If you have a wooden or uninsulated steel door, a replacement will always pay for itself with energy savings. But if your door is insulated and not very old, put down the duct tape and let us come out to service your door the right way. Head to allfourseasonsgarages.com or give us a call today. I enjoy a good night's sleep, and I like to breathe while I'm sleeping. My wife appreciates that, too. That's why I wear a CPAP. You want the right machine. You want expert advice. You want all the supplies that go with it. You get it all at CPAPs, etc. in Alpharetta. Machines, masks, tubing, filters, cleaning supplies, all of it, and they ship nationwide. Walk-ins, by the way, are welcome. CPAPs, etc. Alpharetta, CPAPSETC.com. <laughs> <Look out. laughs> Boy, if you only knew what we were talking about. <laughs> Whose wives are on the list? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, look out. Holy mackerel. It's time once again for Holy Crap It's Sports with Pete Davis. <laughs> 
And we start with some sad news today. Uh, Jimmy Williams, who won 910 games. Oh, man, I remember Jimmy Williams. Oh, my Jimmy God. Williams. He, was, he was the franchise guy for years and years. Well, I mean, he was our coaching guy. He was the man. He was. 1999 American League Manager of the Year. He's died at the age of 80. Died in Florida after a brief illness. 12 seasons managing the Blue Jays in the 80s, the Red Sox in the 90s, and the Astros in the early 2000s. But Braves fans remember yeah, Jimmy, yeah. Bobby Cox's right-hand right. man from 1991 to 96 here in Atlanta. Yeah, that's right. That's when I came here. To do, I came back here to do our, our, our talk show. Was that was that's actually you came right? back to do weather on Fox Five? That's what you no, really I, mean. well, <laughs> <laughs> that's another story well, for another sure day. Is another story. Yeah. Williams yeah. is survived by his wife Peggy, four children, and eight grandchildren. Wow, yeah. sad to hear. Eighty years old, Jimmy mm-hmm. Williams. I believe I speak for all of the country. Yes, nay, all of Western civilization. Mm. When I say we all shed a tear when the Detroit Falcons blew the NFC title game to the 49ers. You said Detroit Falcons. I know it was probably a... <laughs> The poor Lions now join the Atlanta Falcons yeah. as the only teams to ever blow a 17-point yeah. lead in an NFC championship. The Falcons' loss was worse, though, because it came at home. Yeah. And they lost to... Who was the quarterback of the 49ers? Uh, no, I don't even want to think about it. I don't. Think Colin Kaepernick. Colin, who yeah. was the head coach of the 49ers? Uh, I don't don't remember. In the news lately. Oh. Uh, Lots of news lately. Oh, Harbaugh. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. right. But Detroit brainiac Dan Campbell personally yeah. killed his team by oh, continuing man. his season-long allergic reaction to the place yeah. kickers. Yeah. With a 14-point lead in the third quarter, he chose to go for it on fourth down. It failed miserably, throwing away a chance for a 17-point lead again. Mm. That would have meant that halfway through the third quarter, the teams would have just traded field goals. So uh, Lions will likely go on to win the game, in my opinion, because the Niners would not have gotten the boost from stopping that fourth down. They would not have immediately drove down for a touchdown. The Lions uh, then get uh, the ball back, and then they fumble it. Yeah. And before you know yeah, it, that's right. 49ers have tied the game. Yeah. And, yeah. and you could the look on those young players on Detroit, you could just see, holy crap, yeah. what have we just done? What did the coach just do? And it was all over but the shouting. It looked like the Detroit players lost faith in their coach and in themselves. Mistake after mistake after that. And I was talking with with, uh, Matt Edgar before he walked in here. We both saw this. That Reynolds guy for the Lions, the wide receiver, that first ball he dropped on fourth down, okay, that was was a hard one. He was diving for that one. He could have had it, but it was a hard one. He's on the sidelines in the NFC title game laughing about it. No, laughing about no. dropping it and how he dropped it. Uh, I, I'm sorry. This, this is not your granddaddy's Jeez. football players. This is the NFC title game to go to the Super Bowl, and you're laughing because you just dropped a ball? Uh, no, I didn't see no. that. Uh, Detroit deserved better. Yeah. Uh, that city is trying to rebound. San Francisco is rapidly deteriorating into chaos. <laughs> Nobody wants San Francisco back yeah. in the damn Super Bowl. We're tired of it. I love Joe Montana. I love Jerry Rice, but I do not want to see the 49ers yeah. back in there. We're all sick of it. That's yeah. my opinion. I agree with it. I, I, I would love to see Detroit in here. I mean, I, I, I'm going to enjoy watching San Francisco just because it's in it. I mean, you know, I like that little quarterback and the little running back. I think it's kind of cool. But I would have loved to see Detroit in here because it would have been the Cinderella story. And, and, what if, and by the way, who would have thought at the beginning of the year that Detroit should have been in the Super Bowl? Should have been. Yeah. That's right. We're now forced to root for the Kansas City Taylors. <laughs> no, not former Chiefs great receiver Otis Taylor. No, no. You know which Taylor I'm yeah, talking about. The Swifties, yes. And please, can we get a law passed that only one Travis Kelsey commercial can run in each break? 
Back-to-back Travis ads is like catching a case of the crabs right after getting over gonorrhea. I'd rather see her than all his commercials. Her her who? Taylor? Taylor Swift. Hey, those commercials. For two seconds in the booth. I'd rather see her two seconds in the booth going yay, yay. I don't mind that. Oh, I think it's I think it's wonderful. I think it's great. It's, it's is it too much? It's yes, not a thing. But it's not killing me. It's two times in four hours. There's not. It's mm. not too much of all. Anyway, keep going because the morning. I, I the rhino. I swear to God, the rhino says he's not going to watch the Super Bowl because Kansas City's in it, and he's afraid they're going to show Taylor Swift in the booth. What is he a communist? I swear to God, he says and he's not going to watch the. He's going <laughs> to cut off a finger every time they show her on TV and a toe. It's unbelievable. Well, he's already cut those off from the time that he... Well, it's a long story. By the way, yes. Lions running back Jameer Gibbs shows what you can do with a first-round uh, rookie running back if you know what to do with one. Well. Arthur Smith, I'm looking at you. Well. Uh, there are reports that some NFL teams actually want Arthur Smith as their offensive coordinator. Uh, oh. To which I ask, do they not have televisions? Oh. Have they not watched the last three they seasons of the Atlanta Falcons? Going to the games at all? Uh, I, don't, I don't think they, <laughs> they watch football. Do they like football? <laughs> And credit to 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy, who I have yeah. buried for a month now. Yes, but here have. he is, won the game in the second half more with his feet than with his arm. Either way. Where he, did that come from? He pulled it out. That's right. He did that scramble when he was nailed. Damn Archie Manning and, out there. That's right. Yeah. Jeez. Good for him. By the way, it was the first time a quarterback taken in the last of the draft faced a quarterback taken in the first of the draft hmm. in a title cool. game. Cool. Isn't that damned. pretty cool? Yeah. Purdy makes less money... Than 22 college football players do that we know the college of. players the nil yeah yeah well he gets something like seven hundred thousand and uh and what's the name for kansas city he gets what 30 million 40 million <laughs> 20 million 27 million or something yeah he's worth it though oh, yeah that's that, true that guy's worth it as for the afc title the chiefs should have won by 14 at least they kept Baltimore yeah. in that game. Kept him in. Lamar Jackson's two amazing plays notwithstanding. Yeah, right, I felt yeah. bad for him. That guy, I've changed my opinion on him. I'm really kind of pulling for him. But I can't pull too much because he plays for the team yeah. I probably despise yeah. the most in all of football. Yeah. Uh, Casey should have blown him out, though. Should have been won by 14, 17 points at least. That Tay Flowers dude for Baltimore... Yeah. Single-handedly, oh, basically. Yeah. He was the Dan Campbell yeah. of the Ravens, basically. Stupid taunting penalty. Oh. And that was taunting. A fumble at the goal line. That changed line. everything. I mean, that changed everything. Yeah. Well, and the fumble at the goal line was <sighs> even more important. And they tell you, well, yeah. they tell you, only on fourth down, fourth and goal or fourth down, or the game's on the line, yeah. do you reach out. Yeah. Because this is what happens. Yeah. But they all do it. Yeah. And, I, you know, it's instinct, and they all do it. But that's what happens when you do it. He fumbled right there at the goal line there, and then he bloodied his hand punching the bench. Yeah, yeah. Cut it. Slip. Yeah. Lashed it. And then Lamar's dumb interception in the end zone, which was interference yeah, he, a little bit. It was a little interference, but, yeah, but still, there's that three was guys bad, there. Yeah, that was a bad. There was no way he should have done that. Yeah. Always good to see the murder chicken, Ray Lewis. I, yeah, I couldn't believe Ray Lewis is leading the crowd of in course. cheers before the That's why I hate him. <laughs> My God. I watch his team choke after uh, a great season. I wonder if he ever got his white mink coat back with the bloodstains on it. No justice for that family either. Unbelievable. Still no justice yeah, right, for that that's family. Right. And I'm going to go on a limb here All right. and say that Kansas City wide receiver Kadarius Tony, <laughs> Kadarius Tony, the wide receiver for the is Kadarius. not happy with his team. Uh, Kadarius Tony's not happy with his team. That's right. I'm, I'm glad you. 
you're premature there. Well, well, that's something I've heard there's a problem at home, but we won't mention that. The Chiefs put out. Hurry up, dear. <laughs> I can't uh, laugh. Doesn't say to him. It's over. No knee. Are you close? <laughs> close? Closer. Hold me closer, closer. Now, Gene, closer, I'm being back here. Anyway, the Chiefs put out that Tony would miss the title game because of a hip injury and oh. personal reason. <laughs> Once again, a little <laughs> that one fired oh. off itself. I didn't do that. Okay. Well, they went on and saw that. We you know a, what? We have a mystery wait. computer in there. I have a hand signal. I said, I'm going to raise my hand when I want you to hit the honk. <laughs> yeah. And I raised my hand there to do the, the air quote. Yeah. So I thought that was on me there. So there. <laughs> anyway, personal reasons and a hip injury. Well, he says it's BS. Says that his wife was giving birth, but he doesn't have a hip injury. Now, Andy Reid says he is injured. So it's interesting. Mm. But Kadarius weighed in on the injury part. And I'm going to clean this yeah. up a little Here's bit Here's what he said, <laughs> partially what he Man, said. Man, that I'm not hurt. None of that. Save that. Suck my. <laughs> Two. <laughs> hey, Judge, move it along. Right? <laughs> Somebody step on a duck. And we've, we've established the comedy rules here. A honk. Whoa. Is yeah. funnier than a quack. Well, there you are. I think a honk is much funnier than a quack. Meanwhile, a sports writer tweeted that Bill Belichick is not happy with the Falcons for not hiring him after two interviews. Really? Yeah. Uh, Steven tweeted back, though, guy didn't get a job he wanted is unhappy about it. The rest of us call, uh, call that life. <laughs> I need someone else to report on how Bill feels about being on hold too long with his internet service provider. <laughs> and Joe, who's a longtime listener, did his research and says every NFL season has featured one of three coaches coaching either as a head coach or assistant since the beginning, 1920, for what Jay has in the box or what Carol has behind door number three. No. Can you name the three coaches? The three coaches who have been part of football from since day the 20s? one NFL day still one alive? No, they're not still. Did I say anything about them being well, alive? Well, I don't know. What, I don't know what you mean. If a coach is dead, how can he, he be involved with football still? I, There's sure. been three coaches that have been involved from the beginning, not at the same time, kind of one after the other, and at the same time. I don't. I don't have any idea. Oh, oh well, Newt Rockney. Nope. He was never. He was a Notre Dame, not the NFL. Oh, and oh, oh, uh, oh. Well, then uh, questions are only going to get harder. Oh, uh, 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 Chicago's uh, what's no. his name? George. Oh Hallis. my God, George Hallis? No. Don, uh, how about Allen, the guy from Washington? Who died with a because they put a bu- no. bucket of water on him after no. they won, won that game? And yeah, he, I remember. Yeah, he died of cold soap, Allen, or somebody something. Allen, no, yeah. George well, Allen. No. Well, I don't know any other old guys. Green Bay, Packers. Oh, uh, Vince Lombardi. The uh, the guy they named the stadium after. Oh, Schoendocker. What the hell is that? I can't. Schoendocker Field. Yeah, Schoendocker. That's right. Schoendocker Field with the Green Bay Packers. Title Town, USA. We come to you live Low, from Schoendocker Lim- Lim- Field. Oh, I can't remember the Lambo. name. Lambo. 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 Curly Lambo. Who the hell Schoendocker? Curly Lambo. That was Spanish. I don't know. <laughs> Schoendocker. Anyway, I think he's a coach of the Curly Lam- Dutch now, so soccer what's his, team. What's his claim to the Curly Lambo up? started in 1920. Right. 1919, actually. After that, Tom Landry... Took up the place. And then after that, Bill Belichick. One of those guys has been coaching in the NFL since day one oh, in, the pre- in the postseason. So the succession, there have been three coaches between the three of them have have been coaching every day of the NFL up until this season. Or postseason. Yeah, something like that. I got you. And the streaks in so jeopardy. So Landry now. must have started the like in, in 1950 jeopardy next year. or something. Yeah, because yeah. who's left? 
Yeah, they're, yeah, Belichick's gone. Yeah. Uh, here's another stat for you. Every game Greg Olson has analyzed for the Lions, they have lost. Oh, boy. Yeah. And Brock Purdy's dad, Sean, played for the Braves at AAA Richmond in 1998 okay. alongside Paul Bird and other players cool. that you may have heard of. Wes Helms had a 1.83 earned run average. Wow. That's pretty good That's there. That's excellent. The Hawks held off the Raptors. Why didn't you make the pro? One, I, one I point know. something ERA? I don't That's know. That's better than every starting pitcher in the majors. Well, 1998, the Braves were pretty good. Well, that's true. Uh, Hawks held off the Raptors 126-125 at State Farm last night. It was a very exciting game. Still expecting a huge trade coming. Yeah. We don't know. And on this date, 1901, the Rules Committee comprised of Connie Mack, John McGraw, and Charles Comiskey reject a proposal that would have banned the bunt. Really? Because they're all screaming now to get rid of the bunt. Yeah. They almost got rid of it 123 years ago. Why would you get rid of the bunt? It's part of it's a it's a hit. I mean, it's you know hitting the ball with a bat. So you're supposed uh, uh, to hit it out of the infield, or you don't get it. Here's hit? something we talked to. I was driving in on six A the Fabs, Nick and listening to Nick and Chris, and they had a gentleman on there. I forget his name, and he was making a very good point. Why the hell do we have place kickers in the NFL? Well, that's well. They just play for touchdowns? He basically says it's like at the end of an NBA game, instead of going into overtime, the two coaches just have a beer chugging contest at <laughs> half court. Well, it, because Where, there's points. Where, yeah, but it's like you play this whole thing of passing and kicking and well, not kicking, passing and running and, and hitting each other and, and hard tackle. And then you have some guy who just came off the soccer team and he runs yeah. out there and he kicks a kicks well, a ball between two posts. What I, does that got to do with I, anything? Honestly, I think it's I think it's the only link between Australia. I mean. Well, between Australian or European football well, that was long and American Real football. football. I think rugby. I, you mean talking yeah. about rugby? Yeah, rugby. But the way again, they can kick the ball. football ever, everywhere else in the world is soccer. Yeah. So it's their, the word football, I think, is their link to the original. Well, back when they could do the drop game. kick and stuff, yeah. I think it was more part of the game. Yeah, that's probably true. The pooch pump was more and, important. I used to be able to drop. Could you drop kick? I used oh, to be able yeah. to drop kick. I love doing I that. I used to yeah. love to drop kick football. Yeah. How cool is that? Have I got time for like uh, 30 seconds of uh, things or not? Yes? Okay. Uh, quick uh, history note. As a matter of fact, here's a quiz, you guys. All right. On this day, and now I think I find it. On this day, <laughs> uh, the first members of the National Football League Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio, were named in 1963. Can you name the first five members of the Football Hall of Fame? Carly Lambeau. <laughs> no. I shall name them for you wait, now. Wait, uh, George Hallis. No. no his, he was still coaching. You're right. Oh, God. But hold a second. Bronco Nagurski. Bronco Nagurski Red is Grange. one. Red Grange is two. Chuck Bednark. Nope. Sammy Ball. Sa- Sammy Ball. Slinging. And Jim Thorpe were the first four yeah, guys. Slinging Sammy Ball. Now, on this day, that was a football. Now, also, on this same day, that was in 1963. Yeah. On this day, uh, in 19, uh, 1936, the first five players to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Can you name the first five players to the Baseball Hall of Fame? Walter Johnson, Babe Ruth. Uh, let's see. Ty Cobb. Yep. That's three. Was Tris Speaker one of them? No. Nope. Was that the second? That was the second year. Uh, Connie Mack. No, you got Ty Cobb, Babe Ruth, no, and no. what'd you say, Walter Johnson? Walter Johnson, Christy Matthewson. Christy Matthewson and Honus Wagner. Honus Wagner, yep. the Flying Dutchman. And a quick birthday, Greg Lusa, uh, uh, Luganus is 64. That's not what I called it. That's why I almost got it wrong. Uh, 5.32 <laughs> with a Kimber Feed Flounder. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm talking to Cloud around the feedback. Like a worn out recording. <laughs> sorry. Of a favorite song. Oh, yeah, this is a horrible so song. I don't like that. I thought you would like this song. Well, you know, I, I don't like cheating songs, and I don't like uh, 
you know, just uh, oh, there. I never listened to the lyrics that closely. Well, Sorry. it's not, yeah. It's like pina colada, uh, cheat on your husband. How about that? I don't like pina colada. No, it's girl stuff. I like coconut, but I don't uh, like well, we're, we're playing uh, uh, occasionally today. We're playing songs on a list of the Rolling Stones magazine had a list of the worst, the top ten worst songs of the 1970s. And for, well, now I'm going to review them for you because that's only fair in case you missed the rest of the show. Number 10 was Minnie Ripperton, Loving You. Number 9, Morris Albert, Feelings. Number 8, Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods, Billy, Don't Be a Hero. The number 7 worst song, Seasons in the Sun by Terry Jacks. And this is the number 6th worst song of the 70s, Rupert Holmes, The Escape Song. And I have a little story here that comes along with part of this, if you don't mind, from the uh, Rolling Stones magazine. One song on the list some people might actually appreciate on some level. Holmes inspired to write Escape Song when he saw a want ad in the paper. He wondered what would happen if he responded to it only to discover it had been placed by his own wife. The, the lyrics originally went, if you like Humphrey Bogart... At the last minute, he changed it to, if you like pina coladas, a drink he did not particularly like. The couple in the song both agreed to meet at O'Malley's Bar. Don't seem all that miffed to discover they were both trying to che uh, cheat on each other. Instead, they discover they both love pina coladas, being caught in the rain, and making love at midnight. It's like a modern-day O'Henry story. Yes, the combs and the hair to give to each other. Maybe those should be called O'Malley stories now. Holmes had another hit in the 1980 area with him. Uh, but his career went to crap. He's had more success as a playwright. Yeah, they, 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 they're cheating on each other. They're ma making an arrangement to cheat on your wife and husband, they, each other. They show up together and say, oh, it's my own loving lady. And I didn't know you like Polina Coladas. Oh, it's you. Oh, how funny is this? Oh, let's have a drink, baby. The bad thing is the video. He looks like some guy on your bowling team <laughs> trying to sing the song in Sansa Belt oh, no. in a golf shirt. Oh, oh, God. Well, it was 1975. Uh, with, with shaded glasses. Oh. Oh, and, yeah. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, 338 with the Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. How's it going? 404-741-1230-1230 if you'd like to join us. Uh, a, a couple of things. Uh, apparently, uh, President Stupid Face is going to make or have some kind of a thing uh, tonight uh, reacting to what happened in the Middle East where they killed those three Georgia service people, two uh, women and a man, uh, a specialist uh, from Georgia, as part of an engineering battalion over in Jordan, killed in that uh, drone strike. And President uh, White Trash is going to retaliate. We don't know how, just as he faces pivotal moment, and apparently he's going to do something tonight. And, uh, again, we don't know what, much about that. Whether, uh, what that is. Now, uh, speaking of things happening uh, in world affairs, do we have, did, uh, did we have the Nancy Pelosi sound of this We story? do, but you can't hear her at all. Oh, really? Okay. Well, the story is Nancy Pelosi apparently was in her driveway and a bunch of protesters showed up, uh, pro-Palestinian protesters taking over her driveway. So she started screaming, screaming at him, get out of my way. Go back to China where you came from. <laughs> they said, oh, I thought it was Russia uh, telling black people to go back to China. Can you imagine if Trump had said that? Can you imagine if Trump had said anything that these people say? Uh, and she wanted to impeach Trump for saying the China virus. <laughs> That's China. She, she's a China. Uh, man, go back to where you came from. And there, uh, she's not racist. Oh, no, that's not racist. <laughs> Nancy's losing her marbles again. Who let her out of the house? Uh, anyways, Actually, well, I agree with her this time. It's these damn pro-Palestinian oh, a-holes. Yeah. I would just you know, start my car and, uh, and, and leave the driveway if they're in the way. Gee, that's too bad. I warned them. Yeah, I didn't see him, officer. He jumped under the car to try to. He tried to be. He tried to set himself on fire right there. 
Scumbags. Anyway, and there's still, you know, this board, I, I still can't get over it. This big headline in the Al Jazeera constipation today. Biden pressing for a deal vows border shutdown. He vows a border shutdown. Now the Democrats are going to come up with a plan because of cowardly Republicans. They're going to come up with a border plan that gives all the Democrats all the stuff they want. And then Biden's going to say, see, we came up with a plan to shut down the border. You can thank the Democrats this fall in the election for shutting down the border. They're not, they're, this is unbelievable. Now he's demanding that they shut. Well, if you don't come up with a plan, I'm going to shut down this border. Well, you should have shut it down the first day. Well, he did. They, someone said he put out 94 executive orders that destroyed yeah. what Trump had at the border. It's exactly. The stay in the stay in place, build the wall. I mean, there are like 90 things. Sign the book and we'll get back to you. I mean, I mean it's unbelievable. They had a, we still have a plan. We have a plan right now. Close the border and make them sign the book and then we'll get back to you. That's our immigration plan. You don't let 7 million people in and let them go wherever they want. Well, well some, some of the Democrats have come out and already said this. They need this for redistricting because they, they're losing populations uh, yeah. in their districts well, that's right. and they're losing Congress people. So if they flood these districts with these people, guess what? Well, again, the plan, we've already heard them talk about the word amnesty. Uh, the, the top Democrats are now been saying, well, look at the problem. We don't know how to take care of these people. They, you know, we, we they can't cause the we problem. Do. They cause the problem. And, now, they have the and now they're saying we have the solution, amnesty, so they're all American citizens that are eligible to vote and get the, yeah, uh -huh, uh, pay taxes and all that stuff. So they, they've caused the problem, and they have the solution, which is to help the problem be solved for Democrats. That's as, as simple as that. I mean, there's no other way to look at it. It's, uh, it's the nose on your face. <laughs> That's unbelievable. I hate these people. I truly hate them. And again, a uh, headline in the Daily Beast. The MAGA trucker. There's going to be a convoy starting today. Uh, today. Uh, three, and uh, it goes for several days and meets up in three different locations. Uh, and uh, here's how the Daily Beast reports on the truck convoy to protest uh, uh, immigration stuff and uh, border stuff. The MAGA truckers are back and heading to the border. A convoy of Jesus-loving truckers will converge on the southern border next week. <laughs> yeah. Jesus-loving truckers. Aren't those the best kind? Are they trying to insult us? Because that's not yes. an I'm sorry, that's not an insult. I mean, it's unbelievable. Thank you. Just just calling name. I mean, even if the name is that you love that's God. How out of, <laughs> out, that's how out of touch they are about yeah. uh, the Europeans are about Americans. And they don't know us. That's not an insult to us. <sighs> Thank you. I know. It's unbelievable. Yes. Trucker John's on. He wants to chime in on this conversation. Uh, Trucker John. Well. Hey, Trucker, Trucker John, John. You're on the radio, man. What's going on? <laughs> Trucker John. Hey, Trucker John. Pie. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Hey, uh, you know, you guys talking about the border, um, if you if you read the rules and regulations about the census, yeah. it says that what, that they will count uh, not citizens, but individuals. So all these people that they're bringing in, yeah. if they answer the door and are there and are honest, and let them count them. Yeah. There, there's all your all your numbers for your congressional districts. That's right. And yeah. by the way, they could say uh, if the house is uh, you know not occupied fully, they could say, well, we have seven people living here, but that works, so, and they put down seven. I mean, you know, I mean, this is unbelievable. And by the way, this is ironic. On this very day in 1795, the New America has a new naturalization act. In 1795, it set the length of time needed to be a resident at five years. 
1795. Of course, it also said yep. uh, it was only for free white people, but they changed that later. They changed it later. <laughs> they, 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 changed, they changed it. They changed it. Uh, it was before. That was long. That was before. The old. Uh, anyway. <laughs> hey, thanks, Trucker John. I appreciate it, man. 540, almost 545. And by the way, uh, we won't. Uh, no, you know what? When yeah. your voice cracked, yeah, you reminded me. Did you see the referee at that game, the second game? <laughs> yeah. Uh, holding <laughs> uh, Detroit. <laughs> Fourth and 17? <laughs> that was so embarrassing for me. Well, you can't blame it on the cold. I don't know what was going on here, but anyway. Uh, anyway, coming up, uh, Taylor Swift and Travis, and it might be the love era. Oh, boy. Uh, just a real quick thing coming up because everybody's talking about it. And frankly, I still don't think it's a big deal that Taylor Swift is seen on TV for two seconds twice in a four-hour game. So, I mean, please, if you vote for Taylor Swift, no, it's not. But she may be determining who gets to vote for whom in the next election. That's coming up. Plus, how long is it supposed to last when you're making love? Kimmer Pete and Flounder, right? Not, no, not making love with the Kimmer Pete and Flounder. Right? Uh, grammatically, I, but just go to the break. We've got it's quarter six. The break. Legend Neil Bortz is only on Extra 106.3, Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station. This election, I mean, if it's Trump and Biden, I have to vote for Trump. I have to, because we've got to keep Democrats out of power. They're killing this country. But Donald Trump, if it was the Donald Trump that finished off the ice rink in New York City, that's fine. If it's the Donald Trump that called John McCain a loser, that's not fine. And I'm sorry, he's going in the wrong direction, but he's all we got. Ports weighs in with commentary every day and is live with the Morning Extra on Tuesdays. Atlanta Talk Radio legends are only on Extra 106.3. Hey there, I'm Tara, owner and publisher of Our Town Monthly, where you'll find familiar faces, local voices, and community businesses like Georgia Dental Implant Center. Thanks, Tara. We are a specialty dental implant practice. Our practice is also a general cosmetic office with two cosmetic dentists in both offices. We have hygienists on staff in both offices as well. We are an all-inclusive family practice, gentle dental care, and specialty implant practice, Georgia Dental Implant Center. From single implants to full mouth restoration, we call it teeth in a day. Our owner, Dr. Hom, works as a prosthodontist completing his implant fellowship at Columbia Dental School in New York. However, all of our professionals at Georgia Dental Implant Center maintain the highest levels of accreditation. We love our partnership with Our Town Monthly. Helping the community stay healthy and smile with confidence is top priority for us. That's right, Stephanie. Smiles are free. You might as well give one to everyone. And remember, Our Town is your town at Our Town Monthly. Join a second chance bail bond CEO Daniel Madelon and host Tug Coward for a new weekly radio show, Back Your Blue. They will highlight special initiatives, criminal justice programs, and community events aimed at keeping our communities safer. Tune in Saturdays at 10 a.m. to learn some good news about and from the law enforcement and justice communities. Tune in every Saturday at 10 a.m. or find it online at thepodcastpark.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. 
True Prep on Cobb Parkway is your one-stop shop for emergency preparedness supplies, including freeze-dried food, water filtration, first aid, and more. They also have a large selection of firearms, including a huge selection of AR-15s, firearm accessories, and ammo at the lowest prices around. They are locally owned and operated. You can visit their store in Marietta on Cobb Parkway or online at trueprep.com. That's T-R-U-Prep.com. Prepare today for a worry-free tomorrow at True Prep. Millions of guys suffer from erectile dysfunction. That's one in four men. And I can tell you, I'm one of them. If you or someone you know suffer from ED, Peyronie's disease, or PE, here's 38-year emergency room doctor and founder of Total Body Therapy of Georgia, Dr. Eric Deal. Patients who enter my office are often frustrated, hopeless, depressed, and embarrassed. I understand the problem, and I'm going to help you fix it. There are lots of competitors that don't have the credentials that I have. When you go to other clinics, you're not going to see board-certified physicians with the experience that I have. When you come to our clinic, you're going to see me. There's just not one therapy that can solve these complex issues. I'll do a complete history and physical prior to any treatment that we use. Take it from me, Dr. Deal. When it's not hard, it's really hard. Call Dr. Deal for your free one-on-one evaluation and resolve your ED, peronies, or PE issues. Total Body Therapy of Georgia, 404-777-1911. 404-777-1911. Online at StopMyED.com. <laughs> Here we go. 549 at Kimmer Beach, Flounder. <laughs> Uh, I don't know this song at all. A lot of reverb on it. Kind of hard to hear the words, isn't it? Not a good song. Not a good Bob Dylan, wow. That's anyway. an opinion. Yeah, well, opinion is that's an opinion. It's, it's good fine. Maybe this I, is from the album Infidels. Infidels. Oh, explains everything. It's called Union Sunday. Uh-huh. Again, I didn't mean to demean your uh, physical <laughs> I I <did>. list action <laughs> here. I came right out and said, yeah, he, he demeaned the crap out of you. But I... <laughs> uh, Bob Dylan, 1961 this day, achieved his dream of meeting his idol, Woody Guthrie. Woody Guthrie was on weekend release from the hospital being treated for Huntington's Korea. Bob Dylan told Woody Guthrie, I was a Woody Guthrie jukebox. Woody Guthrie gave Bob Dylan a card which said, I ain't dead yet. (laughs) Okay. Uh, By the way, we're going to play the rest of the five uh, worst songs of the 70s as ranked by Rolling Stone magazine tomorrow. We did uh, did the first, uh, the the 10 through uh, 6 today, and we'll do the the biggest list of the five five worst songs in the 70s tomorrow. Do you see that? Snoop Dogg says he's got nothing but love and respect for Trump. Over the the weekend, he changed his mind, and the the, the left is all over him, because he said uh, he admired Donald Trump for pardoning that guy uh, who was in a crime thing, as Snoop's buddy, some time ago. And he said, I've changed my time and my mind entirely uh, for what's going on, and I'm a Donald Trump guy now. Good. Yeah, Snoop Dogg was the guy who was, uh, you know, pretended to shoot Donald Trump in the head. Remember the video? He had Snoop Dogg had a gun at Donald Trump's head in the video uh, back when, uh, what's the name, the redhead had his severed freaking head and, 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 you know, memes and stuff. Yeah. 
So Snoop Dogg was a Trump-hating, gun-shooting-in-the-head Trump-hater. Well, the and thing now is, is if, if Biden is going to utilize people like Taylor Swift, right. the right needs to do the same thing. Well, they do. And again, speaking and especially of Especially with the black vote. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in fact, we'll get to that in just one second. Quick couple of birthdays here. In, if you ever used to watch the Waltons TV show, the girl who played Mary Ellen is Judy Norton Taylor. She is 66 today. And Irene Mandrell, Mandrell's sister, Barbara's sister, 68 years old today. And Jillian, the actor and singer, 74. Uh, Sarah Gilbert from uh, uh, Roseanne, Darlene, and uh, creator of The Talk, Sarah Gilbert, is 49 years old today, too. And uh, that's enough. Okay, now, uh, speaking of elections and Taylor Swift, holy cow. Uh, first of all, Taylor Swift, uh, the celebration after the game with Travis Kelsey, her boyfriend, the uh, the word here now is, I'm reading this, Taylor Swift clearly has affection for Travis Kelsey and his entire family, but does the international pop star actually love the Kansas City Chiefs tight end? The answer, definitely maybe. Eagle fans, eagle-eyed fans, rather, caught Swift possibly telling Kelsey, I love you, after the Chiefs beat the Ravens in a finish trial. Quote, I've never seen you like that, she can be heard saying amidst the post-game festivities. That was insane. I can't believe it. I love you. Well, the joyous Kelsey did not appear to respond in kind, but did continue embracing his girlfriend while receiving an attaboy from his father. There's a difference saying, I love you, and, and, well, and I love you. I find I mean, it hard. People to, say that all the time. I find it hard to believe that people really don't think she is either one of them said, I love you, after the six months or come eight on. months they've been. I mean, come on. <laughs> so, but honest to God, every day there were, I thought there were nine stories on Taylor Swift. I could have. I could have had Flounder be printing still. He could be printing stories on Taylor Swift. How many years did she try and pass herself off as a virgin? I know. Remind me of the movie Dragnet when he says, uh, <laughs> The virgin Connie, Connie Swales. He says Connie Swain. <laughs> and he goes, wait a minute. You didn't say the virgin Connie, Connie Swales. Swales. <laughs> Swales. <laughs> and he just looked at him. Bum, 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 dun, bum. <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was Dragnet. The what Pagans. A, what a great, great movie. That was a great what a movie. great movie. Don. Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd and, and, and Henry Morgan. And Henry Morgan. Oh, God. Oh, and and uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> what a great movie. Anyway, they had a celebratory kiss and everything else. Now, here's the word. Here's the word that's coming out. Uh, a, a new poll uh, shows that a new poll for Newsweek magazine, about 20 percent of voters say they are significantly more likely to vote for a candidate endorsed by Taylor Swift. This election. Check this out. This election will see 8 million new eligible voters. 8 million young people. Yeah, pro-Palestinians. Many of whom are influenced by celebrities and social media. And 60, uh, 6% say they've never heard of, the, of uh, Taylor Swift, but most of them obviously have. Uh, her tour raked over a, raked in a billion dollars. She's uh, influenced popular culture, sports, economics in the entire U.S. She's in a class by herself. Uh, celebrity power in elections has grown because celebrity power has grown because of the cell phone, the iPhone, in my opinion. In a world of wash and messages linked by cell phones, it's a celebrity voice that really does resonate. Uh, now, Republican candidate frontrunner congratulated uh, the pairing of Taylor and Kelsey, uh, but then he quickly predicts that they're not going to last. I wish him the best, but I don't think it's probably going to probably likely not last. Now, Taylor Swift in the past has said... Um, 
uh, condemned Donald Trump uh, after stroking the fires of white supremacy and racism your entire presidency after George Floyd. You have the nerve to feign moral superiority before threatening violence. When the looting starts, the shooting starts. We'll vote you out in November. Real Donald Trump, she wrote in the tweet back in 2020. Now, she's been uh, she has not been doing a lot of political stuff for a couple of years. I think to her credit. I think the last thing she wants to get involved in is a political presidential campaign she's a, today in America. She's a hypocritical lefty. You always talk about she climate a, yeah. change, and she builds a, a humongous thing on the coast and then builds a wall. Well, I, I, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with her saying who she's going to vote for or anything else. But all I'm saying is, and my personal opinion is, given everything that's going on now, if she starts becoming a rabble-rousing political activist, I think it would be a horrible mistake. Well, and look at him. He's doing this damn uh, the clutch show. I know. Well, that's not that's not being political activist. That's you know, come on. That's all political well, these days. Okay. Well, but again, he's not Taylor Swift either. I mean, he's a football player. He's a famous football he's player for people who know what the NFL. You know, eighty percent of the country or the world doesn't know Travis Kelsey from my. Who did, did you send this to? Somebody sent it, or I read it somewhere. It was about a, a, a father who always was watching the games by himself, and he says because she's there, yeah, right. his three daughters are watching that's football right. with him for the first time, and he says, he says thank he you. He loves it, yeah, that's right. Bringing it, bringing it to, I don't think that was an NFL plan. I think it's all just as, as, a, as a result of it. But the but, NFL loves but, this. Oh, God, yes. Oh, I'm, oh they have In to. In fact, the, the Ravens fans think there were some calls. Uh, maybe a little iffy there that well, they think that the NFL was out to get them. And, again, I, I can't believe the fact that oh, – do we have a Founders Funny to end the show with? If we do, we, we'll do it here in the next uh, thir- 20 seconds. The Rhino on the morning show. Tune in the Rhino and the boys in the morning, Los and and, uh, and uh, Todd, because Rhino says he is not even going to watch the Super Bowl if uh, because the Kansas City's in and she'll be in the, in the booth. <laughs> He's going to cut off a finger every time they show her on TV. Uh, this is going to be funny. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that'll make sense here. And Anyway, uh, oh, by the way, uh, Twitter X, X now being, uh, Twitter used to be Twitter, now it's X, has banned all searches for Taylor Swift. It now says, um, uh, try reloading, something went wrong. They've taken it off because of the abundant caution because of the dirty pictures that show up thanks to AI. I looked her up last night because everyone kept saying about these, because I guess I got to see what this is all about. Yeah. And they're there, but they're like uh, blanked out. Yeah. 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 So, and again, they said, Taylor Swift, my God, this is enormous. Anyway, what, all right. What, what, she said, what? Uh, said. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're swooping, flopping. Uh, anyway, 558. I'm a little flounder's funny here with a Kimber Pete and Flounder right there. <laughs> Went to the doctor to get checked out. He said, everything's really good. He goes, I do want to let you know, though, you are pre diabetic. And I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> Who isn't, right? <laughs> good point, good point. Why would you even tell me that, right? Do I have diabetes? He goes, no. <laughs> but I could get diabetes? He goes, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you have diabetes? <laughs> He goes, no. I go, but could you get diabetes? (laughs) He said, I guess so. I go, let me tell you something. You're (laughs) pre-diabetic. Tell the little people what you said now can be transferred by giving one person to another. They're saying that Alzheimer's can... (laughs) I hope not. You can catch it from somebody else. (laughs) I hope not. By the way, a sad story. I got a buddy who came across this, found out his wife has a Tinder profile. He's so upset about his wife's Tinder profile, he says, she's not fun to be around. 
Kevin Pete and Flounder coming up tomorrow. See, he's just laying in my tender butt. That's the reason he was upset. Uh, with <laughs> I got to go. You're killing me. Look out. Hoorah, Super Pie. See you tomorrow. I'll bet you. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.